is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show on a football Friday. How the heck are you? We are presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Make sure that you guys take note of this Venmo right here because the advocates are doing again. I tell you guys every day on this show, the advocates care about their community. They are giving Halloween costumes to homeless children in partnership with the Road Home. Make a donation, advocates donations at uh, in Venmo. There is the Venmo QR code if you happen to have a moment. Um, and can screen grab it, please do that. A dollar, five dollars. If you could just send them a Venmo and say, Monty's show costumes, that'd be great. But any way you slice it, help homeless kids enjoy Halloween. Send a donation to the advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business, where you never pay a penny to talk to one of the best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com. How the heck are you? Um... You know, I, I have to tell you guys, we, we talk a lot of college football expansion on this show. I think you guys know that. But this situation with Oregon State and Washington State is out of pocket. And I, I just I just don't understand the rage going on about this story. And I have tried and tried and tried to use our platform to keep you guys up to date on the very latest going on. And yet we still get these podcasts, these these guys that show up and talk about how, you know, there's going to be $320 million paid to the Pac-2, and that's upsetting college football. Only problem with that is that's complete, not completely not true. See, good save right that there. That was an excellent good save. Good save right there dude. on a Friday in, yes. the, in the tip yes. jar. Yes, excellent save. Uh, but my point is, you guys, let's once and for all set the record straight on whether or not Oregon State and Washington State are going to the Big 12. And the answer is an unequivocal not happening. And here's why. And I want to put this out. I want you to have the information. I am not going to give you one bit of my opinion in in this next five minutes. I want you to understand that. I am going to present the facts to you. The questions presented by a lot of just delusional people who I don't believe have any idea what they're talking about center around the fact that the powers that be in college football, the P4s, the SECs, the ACCs, you know, the Big 12, the the Big 10, ESPN, don't want uh, any of the information leaked out. They're doing everything they can do to protect America from knowing that Oregon State and Washington State are the only two teams left, and they'd be getting $600 million over the next two years. Okay, well, here are the facts of the case. That's completely not true. The college football playoff in no way, shape, or form under any circumstance at all is going to pay the Pac-12, whether it's 12 teams, two teams, no teams. They are never getting a payout of $600 million. They are not getting a $320 million payout. That's just not how the system works. I am going to put up a graphic on the screen for you now that is from the college football playoff website where you can see the distributions. In 2023-24, each conference will receive $300,000 for each of its schools, 
when the school's football team meets the NCAA's APR, so essentially their academic um, and on-field requirements for participation in postseason football. Each independent institution will receive $300,000 when its football team meets the standard. So under nowhere, no way, no how, in the economic distribution of college football, is there a path for the Pac-2 to get $600 million? It's simply not true. Stop believing that. Read the second line. A conference will receive $6 million from each team that is selected for a college football playoff semifinal. So if you win a bowl game, you get into the semifinal, you'll get $6 million. Not $600 million, not $300 million, $6 million. And if you go to point three, each conference whose team participates in a playoff semifinal, Cotton Fiesta or Peach Bowl, or in the national championship game, will receive $2.85 million to cover expenses for each game. Under no circumstance is there a path for Oregon State and Washington State to each receive $320 million. It's not true. I spoke to several sources today. One of them in the Big 12 who told me point blank there have been no conversations about Oregon State and Washington State joining the conference. We are focused on building the business of the Big 12. Unequivocal. I spoke to a source close to Washington State today who told me there have not been conversations between Washington State and the Big 12 since the day that the conference melted down when they called the Big 12 looking for a lifeline and the Big 12 said, at this time, we are not prepared to expand further. There have been, from a source close to Washington State, there have been no conversations. I don't know how else to say that. I have spoken to you about Oregon State multiple times. I'm going to put another graphic up. This is a presentation that was given to the Oregon State Assembly by, and look at the names who wrote this, President Murphy, Scott Barnes, the athletic director. Now, before I show you this next slide, if you were going to get $320 million, would you tell your state assembly that you have a $42.1 million funding gap after the fiscal year 2025. If you were getting $320 million, would Oregon State President Murthy and Scott Barnes, the athletic director, have put a presentation together for the Oregon State Assembly and said, we're going to need $42.1 million to cover our conference and media revenue shortfall, ticket sales, annual funds, and miscellaneous income that we are not going to get. Note the last one, miscellaneous income, that goes all the way down to $12.6 million, and it's a $2.23 million shortfall. Does it seem like if you were getting $320 million in the status quo, that you would be telling your state assembly that you're going to have a $25 million shortfall? Friends, I need you to separate truth from fact. 
These are not, these are not truths. People that are telling you that the the college football powers that be are and I, I apparently and I want to clarify this too, Jake, because I said this yesterday. Uh-huh. Apparently, it was not locked on Pac-12. It was locked on Big 12, who had a conspiracy theory. This is what I'm told where this came from. They had a conspiracy theorist on their podcast several weeks ago who said the powers that be in college football are trying to keep this secret so that Oregon State and Washington State don't have leverage. (coughs) So I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, Don't you think if this was the reality, Oregon State and Washington State would have leverage? That's just one. Like, do you think us knowing about it as a fan base changes their leverage in negotiations? It means nothing what the fans know. Nothing. And I just will again put it out there. Jake, we got to stop with the the clickbaiting and the, hey, we look at this. I've got a tinfoil hat on. Yeah. This is 100% a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all this is. And, and, and I think that... You know, it's absolutely true when you say, hey, we need to be separating conspiracy theories from truth and fact. We need to be separating, hey, we have nothing to talk about, so we're just making things up versus what the actual case is. And that's what's tough is, like, you go and you look at the websites, the information, right, the college football playoff committee and the, and the, the, the what they put out, what you need to do to get this amount of money. So let me get this right. The amount of money doesn't add up, and what you need to do to get that money doesn't add up. They're telling you exactly what you have to do and how it works. This isn't like our opinion. This isn't our speculation. This is how it is. It's That's just the reality of the situation. So this whole week, we've been getting, oh, well, dude, are, are they going to the Big 12? The Big 12 wants to add them? Like, what's going on? It's like, got to be hundreds, hundreds. of yeah. DMs saying, are yeah. you guys going to address this? Why are you guys ignoring this? Hey, we need you to talk about this. Hey, is this – we've avoided it as long as we can avoid it. And I, I just ask you to go back to college realignment, which – I've been a little burned out on talking about. It has been nice to talk about football games. It has been nice to talk about whether it's Coach Prime or the Mullet or Lincoln Riley. or what. It's been great talking football. But at some point, we're going to get away from this. Yeah. I don't know when that happens, and it's probably not going to be for five years. It's going to be a weekly. My guess is it's going to be a weekly topic. The only way I see this story changing is if the ACC melts down. That's the only way, in my opinion, that Oregon State and Washington State, and I don't even know at that point if it would be the Big 12, that's the only way I can see Oregon State and Washington State going to another conference. Yeah, and I just think that Oregon State and Washington State, again, are are in this position where their primary focus shouldn't be the Big 12. It should be winning this court dispute that they're in with the other 10 uh, members who are leaving the conference. Because if you lose that court battle and you lose that case – you're done anyway, right? Because you know that the other 10 are going to vote to dissolve the conference so they get paid and they get their share, and it's very straightforward. So that's why I say let's stop talking about, you know, some fairy dust Fugazi situation that, you know, you guys think is going to happen, and let's start talking about yeah. the realities of it. And, and and what's frustrating is that we really stay away from, like, oh, like, this channel made this up or that dude said that. Like, we don't really do much of that on this show. At all. but. Oh. And, I, and I'm not, I, I'll be honest with you. I said this yesterday on the show. I think Lockdown Big 12 has zero credibility. 
I don't watch it. I refuse to watch it after what happened with Neighbors. I refuse to watch it. I just, I, I, I told you also I'm not a big consumer of other podcasts. I truly am not. I watch 365 on occasion because they always have great guests. But I don't know what exactly they're telling you. But what I'm telling you is there's no such thing as 320 million, 640 million. All this, this 320 million number that's been DM'd to me a million times. (laughs) I got laughed at by Washington State today. Like I've known somebody at Washington State who I've talked to on a pretty regular basis. And this person laughed at me. This person said straight up, would we be fighting to keep the conference together? Would we be spending millions of dollars? And this, per- I said millions, you're spending millions. This person said, we're spending tens of millions of dollars between legal fees and man hours. Would you be spending that much money to try and keep a conference together if there was 300 or $600 million down the line? <laughs> and that person absolutely laughed at me while saying that. And I, I, I straight up had to said, you know, I'm just doing my due diligence. I'm just asking questions because so many people have asked me about this. And I can also tell you, like, people at the Big 12 have, have said over and over and over again, we're not adding six Pac-12 members. We're not, we are not going to give half of the conference vote to six friends who would be able to, at that point, really in a power struggle would have an enormous influence when you already have a voting block of Arizona and Arizona state and you're losing Texas and Oklahoma, you're finally getting rid of the behemoths in the room. I can tell you straight away. I've heard that a dozen times. The, the best news and the worst news is, Hey, Texas and Oklahoma are out. We've lost the, 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 the problem children of the conference. Now we're adding four Pac-12 members who are going to probably vote in lockstep and BYU is in that group as well because what's best for Utah is probably best for BYU. Mm -hmm. So the idea that you would bring in Oregon State and Washington State to make that block stronger and then like my, 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 my Big 12 sources and my Washington State source saying, hey, look at this chart. They present Oregon State presented this to their state legislature. Like, it's just not true, you guys. Yeah. And again, it's not personal to me. I don't know the guy that does Locked On Big 12. I don't, it's not personal to me. No. Whatever he's telling you is completely wrong. It's just, we've got to figure out how to separate opinion from fact. Yeah, and, it, and I think that the, the troubling thing is it's so spelled out. It, this isn't, like, hard to understand. Yeah, it's this not is, like you guys, this is publicly available. Yeah, I mean, and this it, is off, And that's why I screenshot the entire website. This is off of the college football playoff website. Yeah, it's not like this is, like, you know, CIA fifth-level classified or something. Like, this is public information. It's not hard to find. It's not. like We're the, talking about aver- aggregates. Of six million dollars, six million six hundred thousand dollars. Like, there's nowhere in the world where you're getting three hundred million dollars in the Pac-12. And the other part of this is, by the way, Oregon State and Washington State to even get to the semifinal payment level would have to shock the world. You would have to absolutely stun the world. Because one of the things that was pointed out to me today is no matter where Oregon State and Washington State up, 
And let's clarify this as well, because there's a lot of people saying that this is going to happen any moment. Oregon State and Washington State are locked in the middle of a fight for money and assets in the Pac-12. They have scheduling problems. And somebody asked me today, well, look at how all these other conferences were able to write a schedule. Why is this a problem for Oregon State and Washington State? Because they have no idea who they're playing. When you're in the Big 12 or you're in the Big 10 and you've expanded and you've added Cal and Stanford to the ACC, you know who your players are. Yeah, You know who your, your opponents are. You just have to fit them into a graph, essentially. Oregon State and Washington State do not know who they're playing. They do not know who their partners are. Now, we've also been told repeatedly over the last 10 days that Oregon State and Washington State are pretty far down the line with the Mountain West Conference. Right. They have had advanced conversations. They have to get through this court situation. As we reported on the show yesterday, and now everybody's run with it today, there are negotiations for settlement happening between these two universities, Oregon State and Washington State, and the exiting 10 members. Thanks. With the idea of wrapping this up in the next three weeks. They cannot wait. I think it's November 14th or something. Right. Yeah. They cannot wait until November 14th just to get the court proceeding going because at that point, you're probably pushing past the holidays. Yes. So you're into calendar year 2024. Like Which it's can't a, have. It's a, big, it's a big roadblock. Yeah. So you have to get on with your business. And one of the things that's so interesting to me is all of these people grasping at this Oregon State, Washington State rumor who think $300 million is the powers that be are trying to like hide this information. Nobody's trying to hide information. It's all, I, I cannot express this enough. These are state institutions. It's public available information. Yeah. You're looking at the front page of a, of a document that was presented to the Oregon State House that was sent to me and a ton of other media members. Guys, this information's not hard to get. And, and that's why I say, like, uh, again, it, it, understand, be very clear. Don't don't get this confused or muddled or, you know, don't get this wrong. This has nothing to do, as far as we're concerned, with the Locked On Network or Locked On Big 12. This has everything to do with, hey, a certain channel, and I don't care if your name is Locked On Big 12 or not, is essentially just making things up because that's what this is. And I hate saying that, but that's what this is. And the I, we haven't found one source that we've talked to. And we have done, you guys know that we don't just talk to one person. We have done a lot of legwork on this. We have not found a single TV or college institution, college football, board of regents, nobody that will tell us Oregon State and Washington State Oh, yeah, that's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, nobody is saying that. Like, I talked to two, two recruiting services on DM today about this story that recruits are hearing that Oregon State and Washington State are going to the, to the Big 12. Nobody can substantiate that. When, the, when all the realignment was going on, you know what the hardest part of the realignment was? People were calling us to substantiate stuff. Like, hey, I, hey, and we would call one person at a school and they'd be like, yeah, here's what's happening. Like, it wasn't hard to get the information. Yeah. Just people didn't do the legwork. Yeah. So now we talk to the same people like, yeah, that I haven't heard that. The, this person at Washington State laughed at that. What, uh, do you really think, this person said, do you really think we'd be doing all of this 
spending tens of millions of dollars in legal fees and man hours. If we had, if we had, and this person was saying $600 million coming. No. <laughs> no, they would not. Yeah. They would not. They would simply be going, going about their business. Yeah. They would, they would not be doing this. And the other funny thing is I know a ton of people in the powers that be of, of TV sports in this country. And this idea, the other wild rumor out there was ESPN was going to force this to happen because ESPN was going to be on the hook to pay this money. ESPN has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. ESPN has nothing to do with paying that money. I, I mean, I hope you understand that. The distribution does not come from ESPN. No, it doesn't. comes from the NCAA. The N it's the NCAA's money. They have the rights to it. All the conferences have signed their, their playoff rights over to the NCAA and the college football playoff entity who then sold it to ESPN and ABC. ESPN and ABC do not cut checks yeah. out of the college football playoff system to schools and conferences directly. That That is that is as simply as I can make it. And, and it's just, I, I don't know why people want to latch on to this conspiracy stuff so hard. Like... It, it, like no idea. The, the other part of this that just baffles me is like, we're, you guys understand we're still talking about Washington State and Oregon State, right? Like, we're not talking about Oregon or Alabama or Ole Miss. That's or the like, other you thing know what I today. Mean? Like, we're not talking about, like, you know, national championship contenders here. The other thing today that was so interesting is I was talking to somebody about media markets because a Washington State fan was just all up in my DMs today, like just DM, 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 DM. Because I said, hey, Washington State and Oregon State don't deliver Seattle and Portland. Right. And this person like is sending me numbers. And so I said, okay, let me just make sure I have any idea what I'm talking about. It's texting with this, this particular person at a major network who said, if I want Seattle, I'm going to Washington. And if I want Portland, I am probably going to Oregon. Facts. Not, and the exact quote is, I would never have thought of Oregon State for Portland. And this person is a pretty, pretty important person at a major sports property. Yeah. I would never have thought of Oregon State for Portland. The Blazers come to my mind first. Now, Seattle's different. Because Seattle, what's interesting about Seattle is Washington State actually plays in Seattle. Washington State has a following and their TV numbers are strong, but their direct response television ratings are, are not great in Seattle, especially when against other major competition on in the market at the same time. When it's just Washington State, like their, their Friday night big game matchups have done exceptionally well. And they have some, Washington State has some really good TV numbers. But you're not adding, as it was explained to me, you're not adding Washington State and Oregon State to get Portland and Seattle. You're, you're not. And if you wanted Seattle and you were looking for expansion, you would add Gonzaga. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, you can run with this stuff and you can believe who you want to believe. And again, I don't know the dude at Locked On Big 12 and... Ain't about that. It's not about that. It's not personal. I don't know who it is and I'm sure I'll get DMs about it. I don't really care. 
If they're the ones putting this out, it's completely wrong. It is completely inaccurate. Enough of me, more of you. Good afternoon. Happy Friday to you. We are talking about Oregon State and Washington State. I promise you in 34 minutes, we are going to get to all of the games because I actually think we have a plethora of games to talk about. But as always at this time, it is time for some buckshot. Yeah. And we need to do that. Yeah. We need to feel better about As if ourselves. You fired up enough already. It's time to get it going. My driver again was terrible this morning. Oh, uh, who knew? Going to Top Golf today, tonight rather, with the with all the friends and fam bam. If you're mm-hmm. at Top Golf tonight, make sure you say hello. Cheers to you on a Friday. <sighs> there you go. Buckshot, buckedup.com. You guys, I can't say enough about this product. Um, It is, if you're a five-hour energy guy, if you are somebody that uses shots to make yourself get through the day, this is the best one in the business because it has got really high-quality ingredients that are engineered to give you mental clarity. Its entire job is to deliver 200 milligrams of caffeine into your system to give you a lift, And it's got a bunch of brain food as well. So there's no crash. There's no spike. You just feel more mental clarity to get that report done, to get that, you know, hey, I got a big conference call to wrap up the week, whatever it is you need. Maybe you just have a long drive back to the office or back to your house. Buckedup.com. Get yourself some buckshot. And again, use the promo code Monty20 to get 20% off at checkout because it makes it $23 a box which is an absolute steal. It's a great price for a great product. And that's what I tell you every day about Bucked Up, you guys. Bucked Up makes the best products because they use the best ingredients. And all of their products do exactly what they tell you they're going to do. Don't take my word for it. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY20. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. All right, let's get your comments in here first. Well, on a Friday, why wouldn't we start with the best news of the day? Welcome Charles Arnett to the membership. Let's go, baby. Finish the week strong. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Good to see you. By We are just, I think we're like four four new subscribers away from uh, 39,000. 39. I think it is six, excuse me. We're at 38,994. So if you are not subscribed, please give us a thumbs up. Please subscribe. We'd love to get to 39,000 today. Uh, Charles Arnett, thank you for becoming a member of the show. You guys, we love our members. Um, We have a great community on this show. I really appreciate everybody who supports us. Uh, You look at Charles Arnett. He's a member of the, uh, now an entry-level member of the show. He pays $1.99 a month to get all of his comments highlighted in red. For $9.99 a month, you can get into our exclusive Instagram chat, members only Everything from prize picks to arguments about Donovan McNabb being a guy that drinks a lot and is a pretty shitty quarterback in the because NFL. It's garbage. You know. Yeah, just the run of the mill stuff. You name it, we talk about it. Yeah. Uh, right here on the Monty Show. Stephen Smith gives us $20. Thank you, Stephen. Have a good weekend. The podcast that started Washington State and Oregon State to the Big 12 will, will happen was locked on Big 12, not locked on Pac 12. Yes. My bad. Yeah, can I, you I get got it, it right? Jesus, man. I know it's such a different name. Yep. Come on. Strange Clouds up, for bud? $5. What's up, Strange Clouds? Uh, will a time ever come when you don't lead every show or at least talk about it in great detail with college football realignment? What well, would you like us to talk about? Help me. Every time someone asks us this, this is what I'm going to ask you. What would you like to talk about? Because I got news for you. 
when we have what 100 dms probably tons, tons. i mean it, it had to be I, I i i don't know how many people asking hey like What's going on with this? You guys are gonna, like I don't know when they started talking about this on Lockdown Big 12. I have no idea. But in the last probably 5 6 days, we just get DMs every day. Hey, is this true? Hey, what do you know about this? Hey, can you talk about this? And we have tried not to talk about it. But this whole thing where there was, you know, the powers that be are trying to keep it secret and not let anybody know like that was pretty much it for me. And the idea that the, the pack two is going to get a $600 million payout is wild. And <laughs> the more wild part is, is if people believe that yeah. when the college football playoff payout is online, publicly available on the web. That's why I, I screenshotted this. I want you guys to see this is, this is on the internet, man. You can go and look at it for yourself. There's nowhere in there that says a conference is going to make $600 million. Nowhere. It's just, it's wild to me. So you ask, we talk about what people ask us to talk about. Yeah. We talk about the biggest stories in sports. And if somebody says, hey, we're going to talk about a game show in our non-sports stories of the day today, where it's a dating show where people are naked. <laughs> that was sent to us by two people and said, hey, this would be great for non-sports stories. Damn right it would. We agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Hello, Billy. What's up, Hello, Billy? Not as bad as you thought you were going to be at West Virginia, eh? Mountain Mama. Uh, the new guy at Locked On Big Twelve is horrible. I, I'm not. I, I'm not a huge fan of saying this show sucks or that guy or our show's great. I don't think shows are bad or good. You either like a show or you don't. And I appreciate everybody being here. I don't like what they did to Josh Neighbors. I don't like the way they treated him. I'm thrilled that he got his gig at, at 365. I think he does a really nice job. I think he did a great job covering the Big 12 for Lockdown. It's a, it's a real shame that that, that, that happened. Uh, Kaufman, for $5. I feel that I apologize for this topic. I'm happy you guys answered my question about this. Keep up the great work, Monty and Jake. Kaufman, thank you. Always good to see you, friend. Uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, let's see, who else is in today? Um... Washcloth trick says NBA. We we trust me. We talk a ton of NBA on this show. I yeah, think we, most we've people been know talking that. NBA the last several days. Yeah, you know, I mean, hey, <laughs> Cam Harrison says Monty's show is always on point. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. We try. We talk about the biggest stories in sports. A hundred percent. We talk about the biggest stories in sports. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Mike Smith. Cam can have more time to heal as long as Utah wins. The moment Utah loses, Cam will be cured. Tonight's a big one. We have a full preview of that game coming up in 27 minutes on the show. That is a big one. That I don't is disagree a, with you. That is a big, big one. I do. I think he's probably able to play. We've heard about it repeatedly. He's such an important figure to that team. He is such a, an important guy to that to that football team. I just don't know what else you Yeah. I don't know what else you do. You know, like it, it is it is just it's wild to me that Yeah, it's wild to me that we are that we are seeing a situation where they're still undefeated. They've won a Pac twelve game and Cam hasn't taken a snap yet. Yeah. It's wild. Joey B, Washington State equals Colorado State with U dub in Seattle and CU in Boulder. Um it's just it. Kirk, the other thing we talked a lot about on the show was Kirk Schultz and uh -huh. his 
the view of Kirk Schultz around college football, and it's not good. I don't know. I don't know what it would take for the Big Twelve to want to be in business with Kirk Schultz. I, mean, I think how, that's how could a real. It be good? That's the thing. I mean, that's how could a real. It be good? That's a real deal. And I don't know how you. I don't know how you fix that. Frankly, I I really don't know. Yeah. But I think that's going to be very difficult to do. That's that's just my my opinion. Um, but I think Kirk Schultz is I think Kirk Schultz is a credibility problem for Washington State. No doubt. So uh, immaculate conspiracy requires a crime. This is just business. So immaculate, you believe there's a conspiracy theory, um, or maybe you don't. I don't know. Um, I think it's ridiculous to think that there's a conspiracy in college football to try and keep the public from knowing the truth about finances in the college football playoff. Over Oregon State and Washington State. And do you really think that or the conspiracy? So this conspiracy thing that Immaculate's talking about, is it on this show, whoever, whatever, said, hey, well, you know, they're trying to make sure that Oregon State and Washington State and the rest of college football don't find out about this. So they're not allowing anybody to talk about it. And I'm like, dude, it's online. Yeah. What do you mean that they're not uh, they're not allowing people to talk about it's it? It's like widely available. <laughs> like the, it's public information. Yeah, like this. Uh, you go go to get on the internet. Like it's not hard. And you understand that it's org uh, again. I for everybody who believes this, an immaculate. I'm not saying you believe this or that whatever. For anybody who believes this. This is the budget projection yeah. that was presented to the Oregon State Assembly by President Murphy and Scott Barnes, the athletic director. If they were getting $600 million or even 300, I wasn't at $320 million or whatever, would they have a $42.1 million shortfall? Those are numbers of death. They would not. There's no conspiracy theory. There's yeah. no effort. They're public institutions. You can't hide the information. It's it's against the law. Yeah, It has to be out there. They're not private institutions, friends. So I don't understand the, I don't understand the conspiracy theory stuff. I don't. And there's a huge comment dump there, so I apologize. Uh, Mike Smith says Immaculate was the guy on the show. I don't understand what that means. What do you mean he was the guy on the show? Conference Commissioner Gumby, I'm not allowed to talk about how much I like the showgram. Yeah, shh. Yeah, shut up, will you? Don't Jesus. tell anybody. Don't tell anybody that we're close Good to 30, 39,000, so they should hey guys. subscribe to the Monty Show. Hey guys, let's let's you know. Yeah, dude, come on. You know, let's Program. let's yeah, let's keep that quiet. You know, we're at 39, 38, 9, 9, We are three Stay away on. from nine, 39,000. Uh, Gary Gary Wolf Schultz knows nothing. Old 70s TV reference there. <laughs> I like it. Charles Arnett, what's up, Charles? You do have to feel for Oregon State and Washington State fans and alumni. It's a terrible situation. conversation, right? Okay, yeah. you want to talk about empathizing with the fan base and the fan, uh, the fan base and the alumni and the staffers who have no control of this? That's fine. I'm, I'm with that. I, I, I think that, and I've, I've been saying this, like Oregon State is truly uh, a victim here. And you, there's definitely, in my opinion, a conversation around marketing and lack thereof and not doing a good enough job in that sense. But you, you're a victim here, no doubt. Yep, I agree 100%. Hey, look at that. Another new member to the show, Chuck B. Let's go, Chuck. Let's go, baby. Love it, Chuck. Appreciate you joining the membership. You guys hit that join button. Uh, it really helps uh, support the show. 
Thank you for that. Strange Clouds, two more dollars. You could talk NFL, NBA, actual college football games. Dude, have you? That's like, you all we've been talking to your, about. To the show, bro? Like, we do a three-hour show. Ask or, yeah. ask ask uh, Okie State Gundy fans if we've talked college football yeah, on like, this show. Like, uh, dude, I love you, but I, uh, maybe, I, I don't know, man. I know it's Friday and it's been a long week, but you damn well know that we talk about games and, and stuff. And by the way, telling us to talk NFL, NBA, or actual college games, why don't we be a little more specific? And we had Will Howard on the show yesterday. Like, like we, what do you mean, dude? We, I mean, we like, talk about it. We talk college football in the NFL every day. John Teal for $2. Oregon, Washington State needs to just root for Clemson and FSU. Dude, I the Clemson, the Clemson conspiracies that are out there are far more believable. And that's how I look at it. That Clemson is going to somehow escape the grant of rights in the ACC. Dude, that's like the chamber of death and the ma- magician like dying underwater in a safe or some shit. It's like, probably different than the what grant you're thinking, of rights. Excuse, tip jar. Damn. Um, the grant of rights in the ACC is rock solid. I If Clemson is is able to get out of it, that's going to be a lifeline for Oregon State but, and Washington look, State. Look, and, and I love the conversation around, like, for all the tinfoil folks out there around ESPN, I love the conversation around, hey, dude, it behooves TV networks to get, you know, brands like Clemson or UNC or Florida State out of the ACC situation and into the SEC and the Big Ten so that they can rework those TV contracts and bring in more more sales into their uh, into their folded ESPN. Like, okay, cool. That actually has some legs, right? If you think about it. it, it would make sense at that point. But that's my thing with this Oregon State, Washington State situation. Exactly. Like though, like exactly. We're talking about Oregon State, and Washington State, not Clemson and UNC. Exactly. Even though Clemson right. is down, obviously five heads not there anymore, as I say all the time. Five head. Like Clemson's down. But they're still Dabo, they're still Clemson, they're still every single year a relevant team. Whether you like it or not, doesn't matter. They're relevant. Dabo. And that's it. You know. Uh, strange clouds for $5. When you talk about the same subject for literally six months straight, it gets old. I'd rather talk about actual sports going on. But do you really think we enjoy, do you not hear the frustration in my voice? When, when we are having to debunk conspiracy theories and, and about the powers that be trying to keep publicly available information from being publicly available. And here's the other problem with that, dude. And again, I'm not making this personal with you. There's no need to get all upset. I'm just pointing out the holes in this argument or this complaint. If, if you think that we've talked about the same thing every single day, you don't understand that it's not the same thing every day. It may fall under the same umbrella of, you know, the Pac-12 TV But deal who's not talking or, about football realignment yeah, and like, Big 12 expansion and the Pac-12 TV deal? Who's not talking about Prime? Deal? Who's not talking? Yeah. Like, dude, we've talked. Dude. Yeah, look I, at all the shows we did I on Prime. Jake was naked on the show. Yeah, dude, talking, I was well, freaking a, oiled up. Okay, no, that's I wasn't. A lie. Okay. That's it's probably different than that's, what you're thinking. Yeah, though. that's Listen, a lie. dude. That was I, at I, home I, in your bedroom. Dude, okay, that's that's <laughs> true. That's very, very true. Macaque. Yeah. Uh, dude, the reality of the situation is it's been a slow summer in sports. I understand why you're frustrated. Don't you think we would love to have had blockbuster trade after trade in the NBA? There was nothing you're, you're in the You're the NBA. one that gets to sit there in your recliner while you drink a beer and watch the show on your TV, dude. I, we like, got to actually like, like, we, do a show. We have to do the content. So, like, trust me when I say, yeah, sure, I'd love to – not talk about this every day for six months, but but when again, 
and I just want you to know this because I don't want you to think that we're just scheming out here. Like, we were not going to talk about this today, but when we're getting no. DM, DM, like just pounded. And in I'm not DMs. exaggerating. Hundreds of DMs yeah. saying, hey, talk about, hey, hey, what do you know? Can you get hundreds yes. Yes. of DMs on there? Yes. And not just on Twitter, on my Instagram as well. I'm out there playing golf this morning. Ding, 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 Literally. ding. Literally. I, I literally asked him, we're out on the golf course, and his phone keeps going off. Ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, dude, will you shut your phone up, bro? We're out on the golf course trying to have a nice time for five minutes, and all your phone's doing is, like, dude, shut up. And the driver's doing the same thing. Yeah, dude. Hey, hey. Like, dude, my God. Uh, let's see. UW fan Jim. What's up, Jim? Good to see you. Live in Seattle, and I think you guys are selling the Cougar fans short. They are think here. Restate that for me. Yeah, right um, back. I think that watch. I and this is what I what I was saying before. Like a guy in television, at a major sports entity, told me Washington State does pull in Seattle, but when the the when the Huskies are on, Washington State does a far lower number. When I mean, it's just not it's not the same thing. And Spokane belongs. I, there's a lot of people in. And maybe reality is different than perception. I don't know. But there's a lot you know. of people who believe Spokane belongs to Gonzaga basketball. Gonzaga. And I, and I think it's hard to argue that. Washington yeah. State. But Washington State has good TV numbers. And I don't want to slight them it's at all. That, and look, look, it's not that they don't have TV numbers, right? But there's a formula to this, right? Yes, TV numbers, consistent TV numbers, which you do have pretty consistent TV numbers. At Washington at State. At Washington State. There's no question about that. But... I, I think at the same time, it's relevancy nationally. Washington is more relevant nationally than Cam Ward and company, right? Like Washington, just as a brand, I don't care if you have a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback or not. You are more relevant nationally to the people that matter, ESPN, Fox, yes. whoever it may be that weekend. You're more relevant to those people. So when Toyota or bucked up or whoever wants to get into the Seattle market or whichever yes. market we're talking about when when they want to get into that market and get in front of as many eyeballs as possible it's not Washington state or Oregon state it's Washington or Oregon and if we really want to get nitty gritty it's Gonzaga and in 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 the areas in and around locally where Washington state and Oregon state are okay that's a different thing if you want to make an impact locally, sure, you'll go with those brands. But as far as national notoriety, that's where you're going to struggle. And I think the other thing people don't understand, and just because I've worked in the industry, I, I have direct experience with this. When somebody like Toyota wants to spend their money, it's feel, not real. Yeah. Speaking of really crappy golf swing, it's feel, not real. They, I, I would tell you, and I'm just using Toyota as an example, it, or Boeing, because it's Washington, let's use Boeing or Amazon, or Starbucks, if they want to spend college football money, do you think they're like, well, Washington State? No. They're like, uh, if we want to penetrate Seattle, we probably should spend on the Seahawks one. And, you know, Washington's a really good team this year. They Like, these are the conversations that happen. They're like, hey. Excellent strategy, sir. We are, we need to get the Camry moving in Seattle. You know, our EV units are low. Where are we going to spend our sports dollars? They're going to say Seahawks number one, Washington football number two. Yeah. And my my guess is they'll go they will go to the Seattle Mariners third. 
I don't think Washington State is probably top five because the Kraken, I think, would be top five this time of year. With preseason open in the NHL, Connor, Connor Bedard is really Savage. crushing souls. Uh, go Hawks. But I would tell you that I think the Kraken would be fourth, and I think Washington State's probably fifth in Seattle. The problem is Toyota's not spending money in Spokane the way they are in Seattle. Yeah. So it's feel, not real. When you're spending money and you're placing dollars, trust me, we do this every single day. We talk to major, major think people like advertising agencies, hey guys. people like small businesses, major corporations. And what's the first thing they say? Hey, what's your market penetration like? We need, we've had the direct conversation. Hey, we need market penetration in South Florida. Do you got, what's your reach? Like the other day, a company was asking me, what's your reach in South Florida? We really need South Florida. And we're like talking about, hey, we're here, this city, like, that's what the conversations are like. They're not like, well, you know, they're direct conversations about marketplaces. And if somebody wants Seattle, somebody wants Portland, do you think they're thinking, well, Portland, that's Oregon State? <laughs> no, I don't think they are. I think they're thinking Blazers with the NBA season coming. And I think they're thinking Oregon football. Yeah. Anywhere in the state of Oregon, I guarantee you it's Oregon Ducks football. Okay, there endeth the lesson. I'll shut up now. Court McMullen says, uh, love the show. Court, the show loves you, sir. Appreciate you. Hello, Billy. Uh, I'm glad the boys are three and one. We always, uh, will always love the team, but still want Brownie boy gone. Well, isn't there a West Virginia fan who's like, yeah, fire Neil Brown? Is his... No, uh, Neil Brown needs fired. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. You're not alone in that, Hello, Billy. You're not alone. Casey Anthony got away with it for $5. I live in Clemson. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, know all the people who would know and decision makers, and 100% Clemson is gone by 2026. This is real, and almost certainly it is SEC. In God's name, image, yeah, and likeness. I don't see, and we've talked about this on the show, Clemson isn't a fit in the Big Ten. No. Nope. I don't think they're a fit at all in any way, shape, or form in the Big 12. I think their only place is the SEC. Yeah. Now, like, North Carolina is a really interesting example. Because let's say Casey Anthony got away with it for $5 and your mom and stuff is correct. By 2026, Clemson's gone. Stay hard! Florida State's gone. Certainly Carolina's gone. NC State probably. And you know Duke's not hanging out. Duke is out. Duke. And we already told you who broke the story that Miami was a problem and wanted out. Yeah, yeah the we did. Balls. Yeah, Yeah. I'm telling you, that's when you're going to see Oregon State and Washington State with a real chance to find a way out. I, mm. uh, UW fan Jim says, sorry, thick here. Oh, to go back to your other comment, where is that? I'm, I apologize. Um, live in Seattle, and I think you guys are selling the Cougar fans short. They are thick here. Yeah, and I, I think that's why they, they draw a number. I totally agree, UW fan. Raptor 88, let's talk about the Bears instead. Stop. Dude, I'll, what's okay again? Dude, what's I'll refund talk your about, money dude. right now. Actually, I won't. My bad. We're going to talk. The Bears game's on our list. They're going to lose 14 straight. The Chicago. <coughs> I can't even say it out loud. Raptor 88, that was not nice. Oh, you meant the California Golden Bear. No, they, oh. they're not good either. They're, they're not good either. Uh, big blue horses for $5. Can you imagine the carnage from a blown up ACC grant of rights deal that is viewed as ironclad litigation nation, baby? <laughs> Bring it on. Where's, where's Popcorn, my boy, anyone? Uh, where's my boy, Boss Frog? Yeah, seriously. I, you know, I, yeah. Uh, wet blanket gives us a middle finger for calling us Okie State. Okay, I'll never do it again. 
Okay, what, what do they want? What do you want to be called? I, I don't know. What do you want to be called? I don't know. Jeremy Callahan, uh, Will Howard was on the show yesterday. God damn it, I miss one yeah, day. Yeah, dude, I mean, you're casual. I mean, you miss, like, again, uh, you can't miss shows. Yeah. We don't miss shows, so how can you miss shows? It's on the channel, by the way. You can go back and watch <laughs> the entire. He was great. Will, I'm a huge Will Howard guy. Yeah, listening, listening to him talk about packing the box was incredible. What? You're a child, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, when he said packing the box, that went through my mind. <laughs> you know. It, it I know, is Risa. What it is. Uh, Luna Lovegood. Okay. Oh, a little Harry uh, Potter reference here. Immaculate gives Tupac handies on Twitter to get their hopes up. Okay, wait. What? Gives what? Oh, pack. <laughs> Bro, hello, hello, hello. The Tupac news is in my head. Uh, Immaculate um, gives Pack Two handies on Twitter to get their oh, hopes up. You know. Okay, so who is Immaculate? Yeah. Are you somebody we should know about? Like, I don't. Yeah. Who's and I'm Immaculate? not trying to be an a hole. Look, yeah. look, man. I'm not trying to. And clearly, you're a member of the program. I appreciate that. People I, are misinterpreting what I'm saying. I don't know your work, and I don't know what you do. And if I should, I apologize. I don't. Uh, interesting take, Luna Lovegood. <laughs> Parent County boy, no. Monty talks lots of NHL. Go Hawks. God, I wish we could. I wish I wish we could, too. Uh, the real Slim Shaney. Uh, why are we even talking about this when Taylor Swift is going to be in New York? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Conundrum? Conundrum! Dude, where, where you, you been, been bro? Uh, ACC determined OSU Wazoo value uh, when the bought Calford. Well, well, that's a fair point. So one of the people I talked to today said, we would have gone to the ACC. They never returned a phone call. Perception's reality. It's feel not real. I'll just keep using that phrase. And I I think, I know Scott Barnes. I think Scott Barnes is one of the best athletic directors in the country. Yeah. I have a, a ton of respect for Scott Barnes at Oregon State. If he can't get a phone call return, no phone calls coming. It is coming. what it is, dude. You know, I, I just don't, Yeah. Uh, J.K. Marshall, Clemson wants to go to the pack too. I've heard that. Dabo <laughs> wants those West Coast vibes. We built this program on NIL. Did you guys hear Diane Feinstein died today? 90 years old. Incredible public servant. Um, and Dabo wants to... Nope, not doing it. Pause on that edging, Conference Commissioner Gumby says. What? Who's edging? Um. I No, no. No, you got, you're not going to suck me into a convert. Well, okay, that came out. Wow, wrong. dude. I mean, seriously, this is a family program. Macaque. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, 49er UCLA Wolverine. Come on, guys. I joined the Taylor Swift uh, sport for Taylor Swift Sports Talk. <laughs> Taylor Swift raised ticket prices for Jet fans $120. We get it. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday on the show. Taylor Swift announced, or it got out somehow purposefully. It leaked. The Jets probably leaked it, that she was going to the game. It's Chiefs and Jets in a game that we're going to talk about. <coughs> um, Chiefs and Jets this weekend, right? And Taylor Swift, who is not officially, but pretty much procreating and it's sharing dark. you know, DNA with Travis Kelsey, is like, oh, I think I'll go to the game in New York next week. <laughs> Here I am. Ticket prices went up $120. We get it. We get it. <laughs> and I asked yesterday the same thing I'll ask now. 
that's cool. You're going to pay 120 more dollars to be within 100,000 people at Taylor Swift. Oh, mom, it was amazing. Oh, it was my amazing. God. What did you do on Sunday? Did you go to the football game? No, I went to the Taylor Swift nearing event where I could not be close to her at all. Uh, a lot. I'm a Swifty now. Wow. How many Taylor Swift black market t-shirts will be sold on the streets outside MetLife? Oh, a ton. In the lots. You know that's happening. A ton. You know, you you know that is 100%. happening. 100%. Come on now. Uh, and donuts for $5. What's up? Like him or hate him, Portnoy catching the WAPO reporting lies was classic. That's an ugly situation, dude. Like, man, Dave Portnoy... I, what would Dave Portnoy do if he had no drama for a year? Can you imagine how powerful he would be? No. I mean, that guy always seems, and whether it's self-made or whatever, but you should go read it. Dave Portnoy, Washington Post. Google search it. It's wild. Yeah. But if that guy had a free runway for a year, what would he do? I don't even, the pizza that guy would eat would be amazing. That's a Portnoy reference. Casey Anthony says advice to the Bears: tank for Caleb. Seriously. They don't have to. They don't have to tank because they. Not, we've lost thirteen straight games. It's not the best situation, and we all know that. The Chicago Bears. Bears. Thirteen straight. We're terrible. <coughs> don't have a quarterback. Uh, Oki State James, if you want to say a shortcut for Oklahoma State. You can use Oak State. P.S. I got my bucked up yesterday. Let's go. Wait, are you being serious? Oak State? Oak State really pisses people off. I apologize. I did not know that. I was not doing that to be a jerk. Okay, that's enough. Stop, please. I will just either say Pokes or Oklahoma State or Oak State or I will never use Oak State again. It is what it is. Very much like Frisco then, it feels like. Which is very derogatory for San Francisco. Uh, Dax Johnson, Dax. Hey, Dax. Look, it's Dax Johnson. Yeah, nice Johnson. As in like possessive like Nick's chub. Uh, As a Swifty, I love all the Taylor Swift talk. Are you really a Swifty, bro? I did not, although I will say we used your phone for music this morning. I'm, I'm a more responsible individual, so I don't have Taylor Swift in playlist. So what did we get today? Oh my God, it just hit me. What was the weird song that played on your phone? A James Taylor song played on his phone today. Well. Just saying. Just saying. A James we, Taylor song. If you song. guys want to get into conspiracies, let's do it about Taylor Swift, not Oregon State, okay? No, let's do it about iPhones. My iPhone InfoWars.com. I am getting notifications from a week ago. Like, what is going on? My, and I get a new phone in like we, a week. We. We. we thank we. you. We. Uh, Edgar for $2. Football at 50, 10 of the hour, every hour. The Chicago Bears should be relegated to the U. No. The Rock should be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it'd, he'd be better. It'd be an upgrade. What the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? Yeah, it would be an upgrade. Alex Rea, Bears like to hibernate. Good for the Bears, bad for sports. Yeah, seriously, dude. The Chicago, you guys, do you think it's 14 in a row this weekend? Yes. Yes. Now, thankfully, it's Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. Right? Bronco Nation, let's roll. <laughs> Dude, if the Broncos lose to the Bears, oh my God, heads it would will be, roll. It would be. Stay hard. Like, yeah, I dude, don't. I, I, dude, I, I don't even know, bro. The Broncos won't lose to the Bears, right? I mean, I mean, you would think not, but hey, we're one pick six away. Broncos are three and a half over on 46. I'm taking the Broncos to cover and it goes under because I just don't. 
I don't see an offense from IR and we, the beloved, the Chicago Bears, that can score points. That's the bottom line. I, I don't. A uh, little breaking news out of Major League Baseball, by the way. I think this is current. It is. Because my phone is giving me notifications from 10 years ago. Jerks. Uh, Gabe Kapler fired by the San Francisco Giants. Boom. Out of here. See you later. Gabe You're Kapler. filling in for somebody. Fired <laughs> by the – you are filling in for somebody. <laughs> Fired by the uh, San Francisco Giants today. Yep. He had just gotten a vote of confidence like two weeks ago. Yeah, well. And excuse Wild. me, he wasn't fired. He was dismissed. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. He, they amicably parted company. Boom. Out of here. That's a lie. Uh, I think the Bears will lose 14 in a row. Yeah. Uh, uh, honest to goodness. And I hope that's not true. You guys know I love my Chicago Bears. Bears. But it is what it is. Um, I see all the comments about Immaculate. You got, what are I they don't, saying? I don't. I don't know. I, I have no idea what Immaculate is or does. or Somebody fill me in because I, I don't know and I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. I Honest to goodness. Immaculate, if you have a show or something, I don't know of it and I apologize. I am not trying to disrespect you. Who the f*** is that guy? I, I do not know, honestly. Uh, Tarrant County, boy, the Bears to the Pack 2. <laughs> Tell me Oregon State wouldn't be favored over the uh, Chicago Bears and Corvallis. Ten. Corvallis. Yeah. Yeah, Corvallis, Idaho. Yeah. Doesn't matter where they play in what Corvallis. They, dude, would the Bears be favored over the Oregon State Beavers right now? Yes. I, I have my doubts. Connor Johnson, Beaver, Chainsaw, Beaver. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know. So wait, what are what are are people saying? We should know who this guy yeah, is. Yeah, I, I don't understand the, the reference to the show. Yeah, I, I don't. The... You guys, I don't get it. Jeremy Callahan says Jesus, Monty, is immaculate Jesus Christ. If he is, that's Dude. why he's immaculate. I mean, yeah, let, let, let's have a parade for him. Like I, I'm here, I'm here for it. And, and yes, yes, I, I get it. I'm not the brightest guy. Uh, yeah, right? Like, yeah, you. I'm not thank the you. brightest guy. Get, I have no idea. And look at me. You. I when I say you guys, when I say I don't make things personal, and with all due respect, it's not personal for me. So if Immaculate is somehow involved in college football, I don't know what. And I'm all reading the tea leaves. I don't know, Jeremy. I don't know what the uh, the Jesus Monty things about, but you know, what else we got? Yeah, I, I don't know. Jeremy also says, we all have filled you like a jumbo calzone from Papa Murphy's. I, I mean... I, I don't know. Like Aaron Wilson says, uh, I'm an, I'm immaculate. Immaculate says, I'm not mad at you, Monty. Dude, I immaculate, that. what is your deal, dude? Yeah, I, tell like, us what's who you are. What do you do? Like, what do you... Like, I, I, like what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, is um, that him right there? Immaculate, you can believe what you wish. That is okay. If you want to hear my side, feel free to reach out on X or whatever. I'm just a dude with an opinion based on navigate research. Okay. That's fine. I'm not, dude, you're a member of our show. Like you're, I want your opinion. I want you to tell me what you think. I don't have any problem with it. I mean, please. Lee Jensen, immaculate the word Swifters use for their relationship. Well, I mean. <laughs> Swifters now. It's not Swifties. So wait, it's are Swifters. we replacing? It's no longer. It's no. What are they? It's no longer. Um, oh my God, Tanner Plummer. Um, soaking. Soaking. It's yeah. now immaculate. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't. I have no so wait, idea. So we've gone from soaking to immaculate to Swifties but and look, Swiffers. J.K. Marshall. The Bears are a bunch of jagoffs. Yeah, Let's go. There it is. Let's dude. go. Let's go. Dude. Let's go. Let's Friday's go, baby. officially underway. We got our first jagoff in today. Let's go. 
Thank you, J.K. Marshall. Bicklehoff says, you know how to start rooting for your team to lose because they're so bad and something has to change. Broncos fan here. <laughs> are you yeah, going to be up to figure something out? Yeah. Are you going to be upset when they beat my Chicago Bears? Because they're beating my Chicago Bears. Well, once they beat the Bears, they're going to the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, Salty Drunk apologizes for being late. Dude, I so miss Australia. I want to come down so bad. Hey, guys. Uh, good to see you. Uh, Kyle A., hey, what's up? He's a listener, obviously. He is, but... No, no, it's more than it's that, It's more though. than yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's been he's listened to the show for a long time. Yeah. I know his name on our show. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that our Immaculate was the same guy that I guess was on Locked On Big 12. Oh, is that... Oh, fuck. That's, is what, that that's what they're saying. God, you're... Dude, come on. Fucking A. Dude. Tip jar, my bad. Is that true, oh, Immaculate? You were on Locked On Big 12. Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. Is that is that he's the guy that was on the show? <laughs> okay. Wow, Dad. Wow. <laughs> are you fucking? Are you serious? That's what it's. How? That's how I, uh, apparently. Okay, now I need to know. Yeah, now now buddy here needs a full explanation. Yeah, now I don't get it. <laughs> now I, I I don't. Okay, so do, now do, I don't get can it. Can anyone contribute to the tin foil fund, please? Just we have tell a bunch me of windows over please here. Please, God, if God. <laughs> Well, hello, Diane Feinstein. Rest in peace. Um, God, if you are out there, please tell me that Immaculate's not the conspiracy theorist on Locked On Big Twelve. Oh, <laughs> I feel like an asshole. If that's the truth, how? How? How, man? Don't believe us. Immaculate, I actually like Montina. I'm not mad about this. I just wish I could explain. So explain. Yeah, explain, dude. Explain yourself. Yeah, dude, it's cool. Mike Smith. Immaculate was the guest on Lockdown Big 12 show. The one you called a conspiracy. Ah, so it was him. God damn it, Mike. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? How do I find myself in these situations all the time? Like, are you You're. Oh, my God. Um. You know, how? Um, the one you call a conspiracy guy. He was just expressing opinions and not trying to pass it off as fact or inside info. Okay. Well, I mean, I, the only reason we talked about this today is because everyone took it as fact. I haven't seen it. And now now I feel like I should go and watch it because you're on the show and I at least owe you that. Wow. How is how? How? Uh, Jeremy Callahan in all caps. I'm not going to yell it even though I should. He is the one on Lockdown Big 12 you have been talking about the whole show. <laughs> like okay hey man yes you did yes you did immaculate i don't know where you got 600 million dollars but that just ain't happening bro the buffalo hunter immaculate is greg swaim's burner account it but greg swaim watches the show i knew today would be shitty yeah well that's kind of true my God, J.K. Marshall, Immaculate is friends with Taylor Swift. Oh. I hope. You, so you guys are being oh. so okay. So you can get six hundred million after all if you're Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's what you pay the the merch guys. Did you hear how much you paid her merch guys? He's Immaculate. You know the thing. I okay. I guess. Okay. This guy has no clue. I'm more plugged in watching this show. Like, but it's not. Listen, if it was your opinion, that's not how it was presented to me. Yeah, a lot I, of people, and we'll go watch it after the show or whatever. Before Monday, we'll watch it. And, you know, I, I'll be, again, I, 
I, I'm not keeping any secrets here. Like, a ton of people DM'd us about it and said, hey, this dude is saying X, Y, and Z. It was said to us, Locked on Big 12 is reporting Oregon State and Washington State are about to get an invite to the Big 12. Like, yeah. a well, hundred and, and of repeatedly. them. Repeatedly. All the time. Like, hey, they're, and they're, I think it was Brett who was DMing me saying, hey, they're saying that, you know, they're trying to, uh, you know, hide the fact that they're getting $600 million. If they're not, there, there is no, there is no way, shape, or form that they have access to. It's fine. And by James. the way, I mean, if, if you're saying you came to that opinion uh, based on uh, whatever you said, research or whatever, whatever terminology you use there, present it. I mean, you know, if you've got something to substantiate it, that's cool. Yeah, I. That's wild. Uh, Sh- Connor Johnson, shout out to James. Go Pokes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, conundrum Monty's Monday show headline immaculate to the big 12 <laughs> I'm screwed <laughs> Brett your mark fired immaculate hired I guess I don't know uh, immaculate soaking it is always an immaculate act soaking okay, well said. Let, let, you know uh, immaculate is clowns animal. okay go easy relax dude relax I'm not gonna convict a guy I haven't seen it I haven't seen it I don't know did you present it as fact I mean you know, I'll watch it, and if there, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're on Twitter or if you're. I, what, what's Twitter? Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if you're on X. Yeah, X. Whoa, uh, but you, you know, uh, Aaron Wilson says immaculate sounds like he's on Arizona time. We've heard that about immaculate. Uh, immaculate versus Altimore on street beefs. Well, street beefs. <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch it. I don't, I'm not, dude. I have no. I have no axe to grind with Immaculate at all. Jeremy Callahan, now do you see what Jesus Monty was about? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm flying blind over here, bro. I, 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 I haven't got three minutes in the day to watch a podcast. You got three minutes for something else. Well, you know. Macaque. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But... You know, uh, conference commissioner and gummy, Monty haircut looking crispy. Yeah, it's like two weeks old. Thank you. Thank you. You know, uh, immaculate. I posted on the X page for this episode. Feel free to reach out. It's really not that big of a deal, Monty. Well, uh, we're not trying to make it a big deal. We're just having fun with it. No, now. we're I mean, just, just doing you know. like, listen, man, it, I'll watch it. And I, I'll, I mean, if you want to come on the show, if it's that, if it, if you, here's what I'll say. If you're presenting it as your opinion. That'll be one thing. I don't care if it's your opinion. That's great. You're allowed to have an opinion. But my question is, why is Locked On Big 12? Uh, do you host Locked On Big 12? I'm confused. I- I'll go watch it. I don't really it. get it. I-, I don't get it, coach. I'll go watch it. I uh, Again, I'm not a, I'm a fart smeller, not a smart feller. Like, I'm just, you know. Right. You know. Uh, Connor Johnson, first ever calling. Eh. Uh, MJ Bissett, immaculate soaking. No, the us is a question for, no, this is a question for Travis Kelsey. Ooh. Uh, I'm not, I'm not there with Swift. Uh, there's the Monty praying pose, making a bobblehead like that. I probably should make a bobblehead like that. You know, Mike Smith simply says his cock. Well, look, man, I mean, you know, it it is, it's one of those things. It happens in opposition. I need a dick. Is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. 
a dick. You're welcome, Mike. You're welcome. I'm, I am here for you. Uh, Kevin, whoa, comment dump. What does Immaculate have to do with Swaim? No I have idea. N- no idea. Couldn't tell you. I have, I have no Literally idea. Literally no idea. I, I really don't know. Uh, all right. Edgar Alas says the Bears will tank and draft Immaculate in 2024. I believe that's what is on their board. I believe, you know, that no, they won't do that. Do uh, you believe? Casey Anthony, Justin Fields is a jagoff. There's number two. He couldn't beat out Jake Fromm and the whole racial slur incident to enable transfer to uh, Ohio State was very questionable. I Look, man. No comment. Nope. New, no, new, 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 new. Show. Cleveland Rocks. What's up, Cleveland Rocks? Uh, is Deshaun Watson back? This is, uh, man, this Browns game this weekend, dude, this is a big, big deal. This is a this is a big big deal. This Browns game, um, where is it? Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland. The Browns are a point and a half. Yeah, dude. And Roquan Smith does not agree. Considered a bad guy because you're going into essentially another man's house and you're trying to take over, like his wife, kids, everyone there to watch them. So you we going over to beat their tails in front of their wife and kids. So when you think about it from that perspective, like any man's going to, you know, fight to the death at that point. I know if that's me in that case, I know I would. So uh, I think about it from that standpoint, and I'm just going in, you know, just like I prepare for any other game, play to the whistle, play physical, and hit anything that moves. I'm for real. Wow. Look, I'm all for Roquan. I miss my guy on the Bears. Uh, I don't know that I'd be saying that when Cleveland is favored at home by a point and a half and the number's only 39. Yeah. How is uh, – it's it's wild to me how quickly the fortunes have changed for the Browns. Seriously. Because the washcloth king, it, it, I mean, he played pretty well last week. Yeah, I think DTR is going to be outstanding for them, though. If he plays. No, oh, I think Deshaun's going to play. I would be shocked if he didn't. Uh, Immaculate is a good guy with interesting takes. I don't doubt that. Yeah, I'm not saying otherwise. I don't doubt that. Mike Smith, first time the Browns have been favored in multiple games in a season. Ever. Ever. Uh, Cleveland Rocks, Browns win if they keep Jackson in the pocket. I would agree with that. Good luck with that. Uh, Bob Smith, half the Ravens roster is injured. I agree with that. Mike Smith, Jeremy Callahan, he is on the Holy Rival show all the time. He is also a regular caller in on Peak Around the Corner. Okay, Immaculate, do you have a channel? If not, probably about time to start. Yeah, you might want to, you know, go out on your own. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're, dude, <laughs> why did you go on Lockdown Big 12? You could have done this on your own. Um, you know. Uh, Alex Rea, hide your kids, hide your wife. What is Roquan doing? Talking that junk, dude. All right. The Monty Show, hour number two, presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. How about Mrs. Monty going through the TridayTrading.com program? Yes, she is. Um, she's on the she is on the path, you guys. I no more talking and not walking. Mrs. Monty's going through the program. Um, she is really somebody that is, I think a perfect candidate for it. She has a big time job. Um, and she wants to, she wants to be a juggernaut. And I say, Hey, make all that bread, baby. Daddy needs new shoes. Um, but I, that's what I love about tridaytrading.com. My wife has a big time corporate America job. She wants to trade part-time. So she's going through the program and I am just so thrilled for her because the freedom that money provides you, money doesn't, 
A lot of people think that money allows you to buy things. Money buys you one thing above everything else. Time. Time and freedom. That's what money gives you. When you have a lot of money, you have all the time you want and all the freedom you want. And you're making choices because you want to make those choices, not because you have to. You're doing the things you want to do, not the things you have to do. That's what Tri-Day trading, trading is all about. They give you the opportunity to make that money $1,000 a day on average. When you graduate the TridayTrading.com program as a full-time day trader, you can make $1,000 a day on average. If you want to do it part-time, three to $500 a day. And all you have to do is sign up for their $10 30-day trial membership. And it's so well done because that $10 goes to charity, so it's a tax write-off. TridayTrading.com is an education program. It's a tax write-off. They're going to give you high-level coaching, access in that 30 days to their entire program. Then you're just going to make a decision. Hey, this is for me. Great, let's do it. And you're going to go on. You're going to graduate the program and live the life you've always thought about. That's as easy as it is. But hey, at the end of that 30 days, if it's not for you, it's not for you, man. And I totally understand that. Walk away. But nobody ever does because you recognize quickly it's legit, man. So go to TridayTrading.com. Make sure you sign up for the $10 30-day trial membership. And then let's get about making life grand. Thrive, my friends. Let, let me know when you're ready to do it. I'll tell you how Mrs. Monty's doing. I'm super excited. She wants to go through the program at TridayTrading.com. Big game tonight. It is Utah at Oregon State. It is 7 o'clock. FS1. How about Oregon State? A four-point favorite in the game at 44. How surprised are you that Oregon State's favorite in this game, Jay? Uh, you know, I think it, I think it's 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 pretty on point. I I, I think that you know Utah without um, Cam Rising, I I think it's a different team. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I I think the the Cinderella story of Nate Johnson. Is great. I love Nate Johnson. I love what he can do. But these are the games where you get exposed for being a freshman. And these are the games where you're going on the road. You're playing a day earlier than you normally do. You're going to be in a tough environment. Yep. And turnovers are going to happen in this game. I have no doubt about that. And if Nate Johnson comes out of this game without turnovers, that will be an outstanding performance. But I struggle to see that happening. And I, and I think that this is one of those games every single year where Utah goes up to play Oregon State or vice versa, and these teams are looking to prove a point. And this is one where, you know, you look at uh, DJ Uyungle and you say, hey, dude, it's time to perform. This is what you came here to do. This is the game where you're like, hey, I need you to ball out tonight. I need you to play well. So when we look at the line, minus four and a half, yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. I think this is a close game. I don't think Utah runs away with this one. And frankly, Utah hasn't really done much running away outside of the Florida game. I mean, you're talking about one possession game wins uh, since the Florida game. So I think it's pretty spot on, but we'll see. I think this is a big, big game. I think it is potentially one of the games of the year for Utah. I think Corvallis is one of the toughest outs. Um, I am a believer in Kyle Whittingham. I think if you've watched this show for two minutes, you know I hold him in very high regard. And I think when you start looking at the, this a national TV game, I think it is DJ Uyunglele's big, biggest game of his career. It is the best defense, arguably, that he has ever faced. Yeah. I think this is an opportunity for him to show that he is a big-time NFL prospect. You have the entire national spotlight to yourself tonight. You are clearly the biggest game of the weekend. 
on a Friday night. You are the biggest game on Friday night of a weekend that, let's be honest, this weekend doesn't have a whole lot of marquee games in it, right? Old Miss, LSU, I mean, there's a couple out there. This is one of the biggest games of the weekend because this will define seasons, right? Oregon at four or four and a half, depending on your book, they're going to have to win the offensive line. Oregon State's offensive line is going to have to beat Utah's defensive line if Oregon State has any chance to win the game. And I just don't see that happening. I mean, I I think their running game at Oregon State is absolutely lethal. And I think guys like Lander Barton are here for it. I think the Fanos on the offensive and defensive line – I think they're here for it. You look at the way these linebackers and safeties cover and tackle for Utah, they're all about this. If I'm the Utah Utes, I am making DJ Uyunglele throw the ball and throw Oregon State to a win, Jake, because I think that's the only way it happens. Yeah, and I, and I think that if you can if you can put them in a position where where they're off schedule, um, I, I, I think that's where you want to be. You know, Will Howard, K-State quarterback, joined us yesterday on the show. Talked all about how, you know, Coach Kleiman tells him, hey, keep us on schedule. We don't want to be in third and 10 plus. And I think if you're Utah's defense, that's what you're looking to do. You know, I I, I think, you know, guys like Kareni Reed, like you got to have a nice game tonight, man. Huge you, game. You, you, you got you, you to gotta, uh, uh, fill up that A gap, but you also got to do a good job of playing your zone behind the defensive line. And if you can do that and, and, and you can make DJ – you know, stay to the boundary, not live in the middle of the field. I think you're going to be, you know, in a pretty good place. But again, that's why I say, like, with this Utah team, you fans are like, hey, we're 4 0 uh, overall, 1 0 in conference. That is true. That's 100% true. But I'm saying you're two plays away from being 2 and 2 and 0 and 1, in my opinion. Well, and, and if you look at Oregon State coming out of Pullman last weekend, if that game's played at Research Stadium, Oregon State's probably 4 0, not 3 and 1. And you have to believe that Oregon State's going to be ready to go. They know they can't drop two in a row. Their hopes of a 10-win season probably hang in the balance. I think this is going to be massive. And I think I would do exactly, exactly the opposite of what Washington State did. You cannot allow Oregon State to run all over you. Um, I think you have got to keep DJ Uyunglele to 25, 30 yards rushing on the ground. Uh, certainly less than 200 through the air. And I think you've got – and this is where I think this game ultimately comes down to it. I don't know what's going on with Cam Rising at this point when I make this prediction. If Utah's going to win this game, they are going to throw themselves to a win. Yeah. Because I don't believe in this Oregon State secondary. Pass The linebackers are, are sus in coverage. That secondary – I, and Cam Ward's a hell of a quarterback, but 404 yards throwing? Cam, Yard, Cam Ward, 28-34, 404 and four touchdowns? Throw the goddamn ball, boys. Well, and, and that's why I say, like, you know, again, with Nate Johnson, like, he's got a good arm on him. But, again, he's still a young guy. He's still learning as he goes. And so, you know, when we talk about, like, you know, the clock running more and le- a few less possessions a game and less opportunities, dude, wh- when I when I see Kyle Whittingham saying things like they run it to perfection, you know, it's all about fitting the right gaps and being in the yes. right spot at the right time with yes. the right fundamentals and technique. Like, that's why I say, like, this game for, def- or for Utah, as usual, is probably decided on the defensive side of the ball, but it would really be nice if you could go to the half with the lead, even if that's a field goal, like you don't want to be trailing in this game. You don't want to be 
playing from behind. Because what happens when you play from behind for young guys? Well, they tense up. They tighten up. They don't play as loose. They don't play as free. You don't get their best because they know, hey, we're on the road. we got to make these plays. It's just like any other athlete. So that's why I say I think it's crucial. You don't even have to score first, but I think that first big play – Defensive turnover, you know, shot down the field. Like, look at the Florida game to start the year, right? The bomb, the money parks. Like, you need something like that in this game for Utah for them to be successful on the road. And I think you will see attempts at that. But don't be surprised if there is a a strip created by this Utah defense because you can't tell me they're not hunting for that tonight. Yeah, I think this is all about the quarterback for Utah. Because I think that Oregon State is probably one of the few teams in the conference that at the line of scrimmage can hang with Utah. They don't have a secondary to cover. And if Utah's going to win this game, you're going to have to have, you're probably going to have to have a very efficient performance at quarterback if Cam Rising doesn't play. And really, you guys, if he does play, my biggest question is, hey, how good is he going to be? Because you're probably not breaking 100 yards rushing in this game. That would be a great performance. You're going to have to throw yourself to a win over Oregon State. That's my biggest question. It's why I've got Utah winning 24-21, and I think it goes under. I, I This game is going to be an absolute face-breaker at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Um, I think you're looking, at, you're looking at a very close game on the over. And I would probably take Utah. If, you're, if you were happening to put ducats on the line, I'd probably take Utah on the money line. Um, I think... I would take Utah to win outright, and it goes under. But that 44, 40, this game, 44 is not a lot of points. I think I'd take the under here. Yeah, you know, I, I think, yeah, Utah definitely, uh, I, I'm taking Utah to win this game. Uh, so that would mean that they would cover that. Um, you know, I, I think that <clears throat> I think that 44 potentially, you know, that's a really tough number because in one circumstance, I could see this going just slightly over, you know, under 50 points for sure. But, like, I think 44 is right in that sweet spot. It's a really good number on this game. And so, you know, I, I, I would love to see Utah be, like, 24-17 in this game. You know, 20, 27-24, like, a, a real close game where Utah gets a stop at the end to to win this one. That's That's what I think you're looking at here. Yeah, and there are early reports coming out that Cam Rising is not going to play. Um, boy, that's that's a little concerning. Yeah, I mean, I you know, you only put up fourteen on UCLA last week. Um, you don't run the ball well, especially not against Oregon State. Boy, that is. I'm going to stay on my pick, twenty-four twenty-one Utah, but this now is going to be a death, a fight to the death. You are going to have to get a turnover. Yeah. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby says 27-21 Beavs. OG Gary, uh, whoa, comment dump. Uh, I apologize about that. OG Gary, 21-18 Utah win in a walk-off field goal. Hey, that could be. Rudy Martinez, Oregon State, 38. How are they scoring 38 on the Utes defense? Yeah. 38, Utah, 20. This is the... This is the best defense that G.J. Uyunglele has probably ever played against. Yeah. So, I don't know about that. UTEP greater than Louisiana State, J.K. Marshall says. Wow. I mean, revelations abound. Uh, Jim Choi, your mark to Oregon State. They're getting uh, the invite if they beat the Utes. (coughs) Utes by 35 points. (laughs) That would be amazing. 
Uh, Ron Nolan, save a tree, eat a beaver. My favorite T-shirt in high school. My girlfriends liked it too. Hey, hey. Hiscock. Hey, hey. Tarrant County, boy. Okie State. You know that we don't say those words on this um. show. Oak State. Doesn't take an L. Bat. Okay. Mike Smith, I had a shirt like that as well, Ron Nolan. Uh, Tanner, is Cam Rising ever coming back? Never. Nah, he's retired, dude. Uh, Cam Rising needs to take a medical red shirt. Maybe. Uh, Derek Roche, CKA, exactly right. CKS, you mean? Uh, my opinion is Ute defense will smother the beeves, but question is, can Utah move the ball and score? Huge question. Huge question. Uh, Derek Roche, DJ, we uh, go lay lay. Why would you talk? Wait, my, man. Who the f*** is that guy? Just say it fast. Try my middle, uh, try my middle name. No, I won't. We are Galele. Okay. He's a ukulele? Is that what you said? Uh, Cleveland Rocks, Miles Garrett and Z, uh, Z Smith will give Lamar fits. Miles Garrett is having one of the best years a defensive player has ever had. Yeah. And not many people know about it. Boy, this is, this is rough. If it is in fact true, the cam rising's out. That's a that's a real problem. If cam is out, that is ooh. Yeah, I just don't understand what the holdup is. I mean, this was somebody who they claimed was going to be back by opening day, and now is you now know, is not. Well, I mean, we're in week four here. Like, yeah, I I'm surprised by this, and we'll see. Well, yeah, boy, that sucks for Utah. I mean, injuries are a big part of football, man. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, KF says, I have a shirt that says Neil Brown needs fired. <laughs> See, we told you. Uh, Kevin the Destroyer, BYU tonight. BYU is tonight. <laughs> and and I think that's a very interesting game. Um, of course, we're, we sent who? Matt who? Hart. Matt Hart. Thank you, Matt Hart. Matt Hart is going to that game tonight. Yes. Um. That's another one that I think is is very interesting. And you I think BYU remains favored in that game. They do. Uh that game is 815 on ESPN. Are you are you a BYU believer, Jake? Do you think the truth has set in at BYU? Um, yeah, I mean I, I definitely think that they compete, they can compete with the best teams in the Big Twelve, but I think the trouble is is that they weren't able to to truly uh, be in danger of winning the game, as I always like to say. Like, yeah, you didn't get blown out. I would say, like, you didn't get embarrassed or anything against Kansas. But I, but I think that there was definitely a uh, a cut of quality that you weren't quite able to meet in that game. And and we can all sit here and say that, yeah, like it was just one game, and you know, don't forget the Arkansas win. But the reality of the situation is that Arkansas game was an absolute battle. I mean, you you were just just at war in that game. Like there wasn't any type of control. You were just out there trying to make plays to stay in that one, and you made more plays than they did. And then you came out against Kansas and got lit up early, and it seemed like you never really kind of bounced back from that. So yeah. that so, scoop and score ended that game. Yeah, I and mean. so I, I I you know have we seen the truth with BYU in the Big Twelve? Yeah, I mean, on some level, but I, I don't think that this team has even come close to reaching their full potential. I, I, I think that Keaton Slovis, you know, ha, like, yes, he people say, hey, he's a game manager. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. But at the same time, 
as a game manager, you're somebody who is really smart and knows what the play is, how it's going to affect but, the defense. I mean, we watched that BYU be. game, that BYU Kansas game. Did you feel like he was a game manager? I didn't think he was a game I, manager I didn't, there. I think I've always thought that game manager descriptions are harsh. I think Keaton. No, Keaton's not running a a, a four five forty as a quarterback and running all over the field and. You know, he doesn't have the athletic ability that Caleb Williams has or Shador or any of these top-end guys, but that doesn't mean that Keaton Slovis can't go out and, and move the ball down the field and do what you need him to do, and I think that's what people underestimate. And I think in college football, we love a guy that can go out and just wreck the game, just go out and bomb it down the field and do all these great things. And and that's why I say with Keaton, it's like, yeah, He's, he's good enough for them to win games, and that's what matters. Well, and I think a huge question in this game is going to be BYU's ability to protect Keaton Slovis because I think the Cincinnati front's probably undervalued. Uh, I think Scott Satterfield has done a very nice job with this club. It'd be nice if you're a Bearcat fan if Cincinnati could score in the red zone uh, because they are not finishing drives, and I think it's one of the things you really have to watch tonight because I do think Cincinnati is going to end up in the red zone. And, and I think one of the things that's really interesting is BYU's defense is historically dominant when they get two takeaways in a game. And they have been a turnover machine on that BYU defense. I think that's going to be a key one tonight. You're mile high. You're going to really struggle Cincinnati, I think, with the elevation. I think the crowd's going to be lit. There's going to be cougar tail all over the field. Like, I think... <laughs> That's a donut. Relax. Yeah, relax, dude. Um, I think that I think that if BYU ever gets to a ten point lead, Cincinnati's in real trouble. Yeah, and and I think you know I, I completely agree with that. I think the altitude absolutely will play a role. But but for for Cincinnati, Corey Kiner, their running back, is absolutely a guy that you need to watch. I mean, uh, again, last week running for one hundred and fifty three yards and a touchdown on twenty carries. I mean, yeah. dude, BYU in the second half last week on the ground allowed. Kansas to run for 221 yards. I, I mean, you can't, you can't, you, you have to be able to stop the run consistently, whether you're Utah or BYU. And if you're going to allow this guy to run all over you in the second half, you're going to mm. lose this game. And, and, and there is no reason, in my opinion, that you should ever lose at Lavelle, ever, ever. like under any circumstances. It should never happen. And, and to me, uh, the, the, the run defense not being there is surprising considering the linebacking core you have. And I know the run defense starts with the defensive line. I totally agree with that, and they need to play a little better. But when you've got backers the way BYU's got backers, I would expect you to be a bit better than that. So look for them to hold him under, you know, certainly under 100. I'd love to see him be like 80, 90. Yeah, this feels like, and the number on this game is actually pretty big. 49 is a big number. And I look at I look at BYU at forty nine points. I I think Cincinnati's not scoring twenty four points. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a real question with their struggles in the red zone and their 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 inability to score touchdowns in, at the end of drives. Well, and listen to this that attributes to that. Cincinnati leads the Big Twelve in time of possession per game with thirty three minutes. That's a lot of time that of possession a, for a team. That does not, as you just said, punch it in regularly. And so it's like, hey, Cincinnati's going to have the ball a lot tonight. 
Um, but there are tomorrow night, right? No, it's tonight. Yeah, it's, it's tonight. tonight. Uh, tonight, but but they're not good at finishing. Whereas BYU's fifteen of fifteen inside the red zone this season. So it's very simple for BYU. Yeah, dude, you get in the red zone, you're probably scoring. That's just the reality for BYU. Cincinnati, it's a different story. You know, and the, the guy I talk about a lot on the show because I think he is the reason you win or lose is L.J. Martin at BYU. Mm-hmm. I mean, L.J. last week had a terrible performance, statistically speaking, and they lost. You're going into a bye. It's your first Big 12 game at home. BYU 24, Cincinnati 20. I think it is a win, and I think it is an under 49. BYU 24, Cincinnati 20. Yeah, you know, I I think that man, that's tough. I I I like BYU in this one. I I think BYU puts up 31 in this game. I think that Cincinnati is not the team that BYU is, especially at Lavelle. So I would say 31-17 for BYU. I think BYU has a good night. And I think to your point, they turn they turn Cincinnati over twice. You think 31-17? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, man, that, well, and if they do get the turnovers, I, th- I think you could be right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. More confidence. What is your Utah pick? Uh, my Utah pick is, uh, what did I say? Uh, Utes to win for sure. I think I said 27, 21, I think. Um, more confidence, Utah or BYU to win? BYU for sure. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. By a BYU's lot. at home. BYU's got their starting quarterback. BYU's got their starting defense. Biologics. Yeah, yeah you know, I, um, I I think the confidence should be in BYU. And there will be. Dude, I'm just going to say this. Dude, we come in Monday and you lost this game. That's ooh, not going to be a good look, dude. Ooh, don't say it. Do not say it. Houston, Texas Tech. This is a big in for, for Houston and Texas Tech. A couple other games in the Big 12 I want to mention real quick. Um, this is in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. I think this is a massive, massive moment in time uh, for Reckham. And I think this is a big deal. And I, without Tyler Shuck, I'm curious how much Texas Tech runs the ball. I think that's one that you should really watch. Um, I I am a believer, and again, this is just strictly my opinion. I'm a believer that that Tyler Shuck is done at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. You're an eight and a half point home favorite. Fox Sports two. I said FS two against Houston. One thirty. It's a must win for Joey McGuire. Um. It is right. I mean, am I the only one? Like, I feel like inexcusable to lose to Houston. I feel like this is the biggest moment of of his early career. Yeah, you you can't like okay, built an excuse for the wild game. Okay, I understand a couple of these other games. All right, fine. Houston, no excuse. This is this is a new team in the Big Twelve. They are clearly not as good as you, Correct. even without Tyler Shuck. Like they are clearly not as good as you. Dana Holgerson, be damned. And and I can't believe that Texas Tech comes out here and loses this game. Because if you do lose this game, now I got to start asking questions about Joey. And and I don't care how we're. I don't want to ask dude. questions about Joey. I, I don't want to ask questions about Joey. I respect the hell out of Joey. I I I I believe he's the guy for the job. But there are some games as a college football coach that you have to win, and this is one of those this games. This is one of them, and I think 
The other one is Dave Aranda in Orlando at UCF. I think you look at Dave Aranda, and I know that he's gotten a big vote of confidence from um, Baylor. And um, yeah, okay. If you cannot, this number is 56 points. UCF with a backup quarterback. UCF is a 10.5 point favorite. You know. The number is 56, my friends. So are you telling me that you are what does Baylor score 30 points in this game? Not I a chance in the world. I think they're going to have to to win the game. Not a chance in the world. It would be a stunning stunning upset. If Dave Aranda starts 1 and 4. I I I, I don't even know what you say on Monday morning. Saturday night. <laughs> and then there's also a very interesting game down there and big day, big day. Hey, Fort Worth. Speaking of Neil Brown needs fired. Uh, <coughs> West Virginia, Mountain Mama's hey. coming to Fort Worth to take on Sonny Dykes and Boy. TCU. Yeah. TCU's 13 and a half. 13 and a half. Has it been smoke and mirrors for Neil Brown in, in West Virginia? Dude, mm. I... Man, um, I mean, you, you tend to believe that, right? I mean, you look at you look at the schedule. You get smoked by Penn State, as you would expect. That's not surprising. Um, you know, you win, what, three in a row here. Texas Tech probably made you look better than you are. So, in my yeah, opinion, but you should I, be two and two. Nico Marchial, I think, has been – he's been – I mean, I, I he's, gotta, he's got to be a better quarterback. You cannot throw – for 99 yards in a game and 21 of that from Traylon Ray and think that you're going to have a chance to win. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if he's a dual threat. Great. Run your ass off kid. But if you can't throw it to a win, I, I don't, you, you're not going to go to TCU and win this game. I, I have all, and again, you guys know I hold him in high regard. I think Sonny Dykes is a stud. I think Sonny Dykes is going to send him back to West Virginia with a loss. Yeah, and, you know, and I think, you know, TC running back Amani Bailey, like, I, you know, he, he's already got 300-yard rushing games, dude. Like, if you're TCU, ground and pound this team. Ground and pound this team. Run the play action. Let's get it going. I mean, that that's that's what I'd be looking for because I think – and I yeah. know that Chandler Morris, a lot of TCU folks are like, hey, Chandler Morris hasn't lived up to, you know, uh, uh, what Duggan did or maybe he's not as creative or athletic or whatever. There's been complaints. But at the end of the day, this guy is getting the job done, right? You're three and one. You're one and zero in conference. Like you're in a good spot here. Again, I'm going to say, just like I did with BYU, it is inexcusable to lose at home if you're TCU. But they West Virginia has been very good against the pass over the last month. Yeah, and that's why I think TCU needs to run the damn ball. That's. I mean, you're you're holding guys to to. I think the number is they've been 23 of 63 over their last three games. We'll see. Here's the problem. Yeah, West Virginia um, is amazing on third downs on defense. They Their offense is non-existent. Mm -hmm. um, Chandler Morris, that's my dude. I told you this to start the year, and I'm not going to change my mind. I think TCU is going to roll in that game, and then – the trap game of the week. Kansas. <coughs> How come, boy? 
Boy. DKR is going to be rolling. This ain't this ain't a trap game. This is another ass kicking, dude. I'm not ready to say that. And How? I know. How? Listen, dude. bro. I know that Texas is at home. DKR, dude, boy. Put some respect. Hook him, boy. How, how am I? Hey, boy. You're the Texas dude on hey, the show. Hey, boy. Right? Like, how am I the one that's got to sit here and evangelize? Can I just for, keep for yelling, buddy? boy? Yeah, please. Hey, boy. How, how can I? How do I have to be the guy? That has to evangelize uh, for 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 yours. How, how, like, come on, Texas is your team. You're the ultimate Texas fan. Yet you're telling me they're going to struggle with Kansas at DKR. I think. Come on now. I think Kansas showed us that they can ball out last week, and I want to see Texas win a game at DKR by forty. But they haven't been that team. And now here's where we. And in in the comments section, boy, get in the comments section and let's let's get some predictions here because we have a new member of the program to shout out. Why do you have to? Brian Scorgle, 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 Schmeagle. Let's go, Schmeagle. Brian Schmeagle. Okay. All right. Welcome to the membership. Appreciate you very much. Thank you. You guys hit the uh, hit the hit the join button, my friends. Dollar ninety nine gets all your comments highlighted in red. Nine ninety nine gets you into our members only Instagram group and uh, allows you to uh, chat it up with the boys. We have a great community, um, and I appreciate you, Brian uh, Scorgel. I hope I'm getting that Schmeagle. right. There's a, just no chance yeah. I'm getting that right. But uh, all right, Gary Wolf says uh, Kansas 99, Texas nothing. Whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna say you're probably you're probably too high on the score there. <laughs> um, barfing chickens. Texas struggled with Wyoming at DKR and upset at home. Kansas 31, Texas 28. What did oh, I tell please. you? What did oh, I tell you though? Please, what dude. did I tell you? Get the hell out of here, dude. This feels like it. No. It feel yes, it does. No. And listen, I understand. I understand. Kansas is a a great bet, plus five fifty on this game. Like, totally understand it. That's money well spent, even if you don't win it. This feels very, very dangerous to me. It feels very, Dude, very, very dangerous to me. Don't tell me that they struggled with Wyo at home. Dude, they didn't. Dude, that even, was a fourth quarter bro, game. No, it wasn't a fourth quarter yes, game. Yes, it was. You know what it was? It was Texas decided to start playing yeah, well, in the fourth see, quarter. What happened is Texas twenty one on Wyo in the Texas fourth. Texas was in me. the locker room for dude. three quarters, brushing their hands. Yeah, dude, they were getting stroked, right. dude. Come yeah, on, time to get stroked, bro. Yeah, dude. Honestly, Brooke, that's our stroking guys. Yeah, maybe you should, Brooks. Nice performance in the Ryder Cup. But my point is, Jack listen, off. bro. Texas. I think is going to come into this game with a healthy respect for Kansas. I think the fact that Texas knows what lies ahead, because I think we're all aware that Texas is that team that has massive, massive over the mountain expectations of themselves. But friends, what's a week from now? Anybody know what a week from now is? Yeah, it's I don't called know what a week from now the Red River Shootout against Oklahoma. The game of the year. The game of the year. Because you're at Houston, BYU, K-State, at TCU, at Iowa State, Texas Tech. This is your Super Bowl. And a that's week from why now. I say, stop running out the, hey, this is a trap game stuff. I'm oh, not it's here a for trap that, game. 
It's Dude, a trap if, game. If Sark is him this year, and I have no reason to believe he's not after what you did to to Alabama, after what you did against Baylor, and I know Baylor sucks, but you still went to their place and hung 38 on them. Dude, if, if Sark is any kind of coach, these boys will understand, hey, we're at home. We need to take control of this game early. We need to prove a point, set the tone, come out, and get it going. And the way you do that is by running the football. And they have got talent at that position for days. And I just don't understand why we're why we're like, hey, are they actually going to perform against Kansas at home when they've done what they've done so far? I, I, at what point do we respect Texas and say, hey, dude, they've shown they can beat teams dude, that are far better than Kansas? Nobody has polished more Longhorns on this show than I am. I, that's why I'm shocked, dude. I thought you'd be like, yeah, dude, we're rolling Kansas. But, but. but. Oklahoma's next week. And you have not you have not built confidence in me with the Wyo game. The Bama game was impressive. And I'll even give you Baylor was an ass kicking. Okay, wh- what is your take on the Wyo game? Why is that why is that a concerning game? They didn't for you? they didn't respect their opponent. Right. And I'm worried they're going to do the same thing with Kansas. Now it's Jalen Daniels, who I think is one of the best quarterbacks in the country that ain't nobody's mama talking about but his own. Yeah, it's also a P5 and, program. And I think, yeah, but but Wyo, Wyo is as difficult an opponent as you're going to get on a non-con schedule. I agree. And Sark knew that, but the players didn't heed. And that worries me. And again, Jalen Daniels is not to be toyed with. That cat is going to go to DKR to prove a point. Now, are we are, are we believing that Texas's defense is everything that I told you it was? I do. Yeah, I know should. Pete Kwiatkowski. I know his work. I know what he's capable of. I know the talent on that defense. It is, in my opinion, the best defense in the country. If they show up, Texas wins by twenty-eight. Yeah, I I kid you not. What what is the line on this again? What are they favored by? It's like sixteen. I yes, think, right? Isn't it? Yes, it is, and and this is this is why I have concerns about Texas. This is why, because you didn't show up against Wyo. Why would I believe you'd show up against Kansas with Oklahoma uh, waiting in the wings? Because I think this team understands the expectation, and I think Wyoming is a G five team that has no business being on the same field as Texas, and yeah. everybody knows it. And I agree. I'm not saying you're way off base with that, but but what what I look at again, it, for everyone saying, "Oh, it was fourth quarter game." You're damn right it was. And when they needed to, do, they showed up and they put 21 up and didn't allow any points, and it wasn't even in question. So to me, if you're if you're if you're Texas and you did that against Wyo, are you not saying, "Okay, enough of this nonsense. We're gonna go beat the piss out of Baylor." You did that. Hey, Kansas is coming to our house with a point to prove. They know this is the biggest game on their schedule. Hey, if we beat Kansas, we get to Oklahoma, we got a chance to go undefeated. Absolutely. So I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell them short. I'm going to say, hey, you've shown me what you can do when you turn up, and that is dominate teams. So I expect nothing short of a, you know, a 28 point spread here. Like I the think number, you should dominate them. The number on this game is 61. Hmm. It's under 61. And I'm telling you, if this goes over, Kansas wins. Because if this Texas defense, which is favored by 16, if this 
Texas de- defense has given up in the 40s, it's over. I'm telling you, it's over. If they give up, I, I'll even go this far. If they give up 28, Kansas is going to be in this game late. This needs to be foot on your balls, game's over, before you guys don't turn the bus off. Keep the air conditioning flowing hey, on the bus. because you get in the first half, You're dude. getting your ass back on the bus. Yep, 30 points in and the first half. these are the games that define the elite coaches in the country because Oklahoma's next week, and it'd be real easy to look over Rock Chalk to go and look for Boomer. And if that happens, I can see Kansas winning this game. Now, I'm going to stay on brand. That ain't happening. Steve Sarkeesian is going to have these boys ready to roll, and they are going to dominate Kansas. Yeah, This is going to be a 40-20 game. Take Kansas to cover, or excuse me, take Texas to cover, and it goes under the 61. It's the only way that I can, that I can predict this game. I'm terrified you're right on of that. the edge, though. If Texas scores 40, you're right on the edge of the over-under here. Yeah, I don't – because if it goes over, it's going to be the other way. If it goes over, this will be like a 38-35. This will be a 42-38. This will be – and it worries me a little bit, man. I, I, I look at the points. You're giving up 24 points to Jalen Milrow. That terrifies me. Jalen Milrow – is not a big-time college quarterback, and they still scored 24 on you. Yeah. That's that's concerning. Now, 6 to Baylor, 10 to Wyo, 10 to Rice. You've been the real deal. The first team you played worth the damn scored 24 points on you. But- and, and with all due respect to my friends in Waco, because I know we have a huge Baylor fan base, you're not the same old offensive Baylor that we thought we were going to see. But if I said to you, hey, your defense allowed 24 on the road, that's pretty good. I'd be all right with that. You'd be all right with that. Now, I don't disagree about your point of Jalen Milrow, 100%. But if I said, hey, you only gave up 24 against Alabama or you only gave up 24 on the road, you'd be okay with that. And that's why I say the 61, I, I again, and, and I know it's the team of the day, it's a perfect number because I, I'm buying on, hey, 40-plus for Texas in this game, and I think it's probably high 20s for Kansas, and I think they get there in garbage time. Honestly, I do. Okay, I'm going to go 42 17. Man. Texas. Because that's the score it needs to be for them to... If it's under, it'll be something like that. Uh Uh-huh. I could see 38-21, but something tells me Texas will put up 42. I'm a big believer in the Texas defense. Super talented. Jade Barron and the boys. I love it. Best linebackers in the country. I love it. 42-17, 42-17, Texas. 45-21, Texas. So you're over. Yeah. Okay, 45-21, you're over. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. 66. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. What is, Boss what Frog. The, uh, they were 16 and a half. Yeah, so they cover that too. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, Colorado USC over 73. We're getting to that game in a minute. Kansas UT under 63. He said under. Yeah, well. Uh, Oregon minus 27, BYU minus one, South FLA plus three and a half. Really? LSU minus two and a half. Pick one of the games. I'll split the winnings with the Monty Show. I've already had action on the games. By the way, hi, Jake. Hey, guys. Boss Frog's here, Jake. What's up, buddy? Love you, dude. 
Um, that South Florida game. That South Florida game. And I almost put this on the uh I almost put this on the schedule today. It's at Navy. And what is the line on that game? That game. Oh, I hate this game. I, yeah, why why are we why dude? I a, hate a, this game. It's going to be raining cuz you know all of the northeast is, you know, flooded. A. B. Uh, Minus three to Navy, 54 and a half. Man, South Florida covers a three and a half. Certainly. All right, let's go with that one. Well, mm, it's at Memorial. And Annapolis, you're right, 73 in rainstorms. I I think it's under the 54 and a half. Uh, All right, let's ride with South Florida. 24-17 24-17 USF. Let's ride with South Florida. Um, and you know the thing about a game against Navy? You're going to have much less possessions. What does Navy do? Run, run the, football. the football. You are going to have less possessions in this game. Nobody's getting a 30 in this game unless there's turnovers. I... Which, again, it's going to be raining, they say, so that could be. But I'm saying 24-17 USF. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, that it... Ooh. See, that's why I, said, I almost put this game on, but we didn't do it. Yeah. I'm a, they, like they, they, and I'm a huge proponent of the USF Bulls. I, I think it's a risky game. It's a very risky game to be getting action on, man. USC at Colorado, 10 a.m. on Fox. USC's 21 and a half. Yeah, go ahead and try me then. <laughs> the over 73. Now yeah. remember, boss is saying it's over 73. So you're saying over 73. USC is going to score 60, which is totally reasonable. Shiloh, hmm, going to miss him. What did, what did Oregon put up against them? 900. What, yeah. What was, what was uh, USC minus 21 and a half, over 73. Colorado at home, 10 a.m. on Fox, another morning game. Oregon put up 42. And most of that was in the first half. Okay. A lot of heat in that game. Oregon was trying to make it personal. Oregon didn't score in the fourth quarter. So, to me, SC is worse for Colorado because SC just doesn't care. SC does not give a damn about Colorado. No, they don't. And and if I'm SC, I'm 50 is my number in this game. I, I'm trying to put up 50 in this game. And once that happens, Buddy's getting taken out. Yeah, I think I look at I look at the line twenty one and a half. Holy shyster! Yeah, dude. Um, you need Shador Sanders if you think SC is going to cover that. You need Shador Sanders to throw interceptions, which he doesn't. And SC has been better against the pass than we thought. But I think if you look at this game. I oh. you know, I, I think I have to think, take USC to cover. 
I think that defense at, at Colorado is banged up and not good when they're healthy. Oh, SC is going to cover the 21 and a half. No doubt about it. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's not the hard part. I think the hard part here is the over-under at 73. TCU, I think if you go yeah. back to the TCU game, they they averaged seven yards a carry on, on Colorado. Mm-hmm. Nebraska sucks. Note, Quick little note on Caleb Williams' stats here. On the season, 75 of 101 in the passing game for 1,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, no interceptions. So what does that say? Hey, this guy is super efficient in the air, which allows them to run with regularity. The only thing that worries me about that coming through, Shador having a big game, it's going to be 9 o'clock Pacific time for SC to kick off. 9 in the morning. They have, I'd remind you their schedule has been what? All night games. Mm -hmm. Not an afternoon game to speak of in the first month. And now you're asking them to kick off at 9 o'clock in Boulder, which, again, elevation. And, and look what they've done to these teams. Just, you know, just to refresh. Week 0, 56 points. Week 1, 66. Week 2, 56. Week 3, 42. Against ASU, they played a 42-28 game. Caleb Williams was 20-31 for 322. 64.5% completion. Three touchdowns. God damn it. Maybe he doesn't care what clock, what the clock. Where says do we or think? Do played. we think Colorado's better than Arizona State? Well, I think so. Right. Yeah. So, Colorado's better than Arizona State. Maybe Colorado has. You know, again, the number, the numbers, twenty-one and a half for USC. Maybe yep. Colorado has twenty points in this game. Right. The problem is, is you're going to give up fifty. So, like I said. We're not talking about whether USC is going to cover or not. They're going to cover. It's a question of, is this 76 points or 70 points? Yeah, I'm more worried about the altitude at 9 a.m. And this is why I'm concerned about the over. Mm -hmm. And I know it's 73, and it's terrifying to me. I think asking kids to play football at 9 a.m. is a real risk at altitude. You know that Dion practices them in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. They have 7 a.m. calls in the morning to lift weights um, at altitude. I think this game's going to be closer than people think. I think most people people are probably going to pick SC to win, as am I. I think it's going to be a real shootout. And it's why I want to say over. I want to say over, I think Caleb Williams is remarkable. This feels like a 40-30 game. This is not Oregon. Well, that was the uh, that was the Arizona State game for SC, 40-28. This is not Oregon. This is a very different Colorado team. <sighs> Lloyd's going to have to run for 100, which I am not at all certain that he will do. Man, I'm struggling. I I had this all figured out. I had it all figured out, 50 to 17 USC. But now I want to say it goes over. I I think you need need Lloyd to go over. I think Caleb's probably going to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns in this game. I think they score 50 points. I think it's 50 to 30, so I have to go over. I think 50 to 30. What do you think? I'm going 55-21.
it goes over. 76 really? points. Yep. So Jake's going 55-21. Yeah. I'm going to go 50-30. to 30, And it goes over. Yeah. That that's that's the best I can do here, and man. In like either I, situation, SC covers. Yeah, I agree. Car Wash Channel says I'm going Utah 50, Oregon State nothing. <laughs> uh Bob Holsey for five dollars. Thanks, Bob. Hope you're well. BYU losing zero to fifty to Cincinnati and Utah going to win Utah. Go Utes their game. Okay, well. Well, Car Wash Channel, I, I think you might struggle with that pick. Don't bet the mortgage on that. Mm-hmm. Jim Choi, men of Troy, going to do Patton in the Third Army March towards the Rhine. Wow. Bob Smith says Oregon State 16-13 over Utah. The eye patch. Hey, Dion Caleb Williams has FK buffs painted on his fingernails. Beat him. Okay, first of all, dude, if you're going to comment on a dude's name, spell Buddy's name correctly. It's Caleb with a C. Thank you. Uh, Bob Holsey, Taylor Swift is not going to the Jets game. The Jets suck. Why should I turn out for that when I can sell out a concert across the street? The false rumor is about DeAndre Swift. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Chuck B, 63 to 20 SC. Could very well happen. And I hate SC. Could very well happen, dude. Oh, Chuck, why do you put that in my consciousness? 63 to 20. That's where I think the 9 a.m. thing comes in. Jesus. I, I don't think you're going to get the top end of SC's offense in this game. I don't think, because again, think of it this uh, way. So you're 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 playing a 9 a.m. Pacific game, and you're gonna go in there, you're gonna take control early. You know, you're gonna be up 14 points at the per, at the after the first quarter, certainly, I would think. Uh, and then you're probably up 30 at the half. Or maybe you're up 25 at the half or whatever. A couple of possessions. So when we talk about getting to 60, think about what they'd have to do in the second half. You'd probably have to put up, you know, you you certainly would have to be a touchdown on every drive you get. And I don't think you're doing that at 9 in the morning. No, I would agree with that. But I think Chuck, oh, I just think 63 is too now, much. Now, if we want to say, hey, uh, Colorado's going to fumble it and turn it over or pick six. Okay. If Shador's going to turn it over, it's going to be tough. Christopher yeah. Shannon says 45-34. Um, AAR says expect the uh, the big game USC Trojans. Everybody's going to be watching. Uh, Elaine Tran, what's up, Elaine Tran? Uh, Caleb versus Shador, which is amazing. Uh, Tyler Nelson, could this be the game that USC's offense can't bail out the defense? It, it might well be. That's a really good point. Tyler, I mean, you're, I, I'm. It's why I'm a little concerned. Now, the problem is Colorado's defense is not. You guys atrocious. And I'm trying to be polite. It's it's not good. They're not talented when they're healthy, and they are not healthy. Shiloh's hurt. Like they're line, they're missing a linebacker. If memory serves, like they're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to be good. Uh, Car wash channel USA thirty to twenty Colorado USC thirty to twenty. Okay. Uh, Chuck B, 21-13 at the half, then gets CW rolling. Well, could be. I, I think that's a good – I mean, it's 9 o'clock in the morning Pacific. That's a great point. Mike Smith, USC will put the game away early so they can eat lunch. Yeah. You're not wrong. Welcome to the nightmare, says UCF 34, Baylor 17. I like Dave Aranda as a human, but you got to make that change. I bet. You, you got to make that change. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where – and he's been good. He's won games, but did he win games with his talent or somebody else's talent? Yep. I mean, that that I think is a big deal. Like, 
He's not somebody where you're like, wow, he's a dynamic recruiter. Well, he hasn't been, and he hasn't coached guys up. So, yeah, you know, I just that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but we'll see. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Elaine Tran, Zach Wilson. Wow, what about Zach Wilson? Uh, Tyler Nelson. I'm not sure if people want to see Zach Wilson play in primetime, but since Aaron Rodgers got injured. You're not watching it for Zach Wilson. No, you're not. Uh, conundrum, newsflash, 39,000 subs. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Love that. Thank you, guys. You know, we've had a meteoric rise. So, uh, yeah, about that West Virginia game. 39,005. little update. Uh, yeah, uh, Marshall's not starting. Garrett Green's starting for Garrett, West Virginia. Well, you kind of had an idea that was coming. Yeah. Right? Uh, Car Wash Channel says 5-0 and Utah. It's going to be a banger. Hope so. Elaine Tran's got 35-21 Utah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike Smith says, don't trust Car Wash Channel. He's a Northwestern player. Are we making, like, sexual bullying jokes about <laughs> Northwestern? <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Williams to the Bears, Tarrant County. <laughs> don't say that. I mm, uh, the iPad says two hours go Utes two hours go Utes USC fifty five Colorado twenty one that that feels right uh, Robert says has Colorado ever won a football game versus USC I don't believe it's ever happened ever in the history of all things Johnny Gonzalez if Art Bryles is good enough to be on OU's field no reason why he shouldn't get the Baylor job back right remember Bryles did nothing wrong according to OU fans. Man, that situation is still ugly. Uh, if Aranda is motivational speaker more than a football coach, I feel Aranda is more of a motivational speaker. He's too laid back. Yeah. He's too laid back. Uh, Buffs 3127 shock the world main event says, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Connor Tulin, why do you pick the Packers? Why did you pick the Packers? Because I'm an idiot. In my family pool, I picked the, the line. <laughs> but I will, I will, I will ask for credit. You're gonna yeah, kick dude. me back some. Yep, he was correct. And let me let me just pull about it up Jordan real Love. Quick. I want to make sure I get this exactly right and about what we had last night. You know, go ahead and load this up right here. We're gonna close that. Okay, last night, Jordan Love more than one and a half pass rush receiving TDs. Jordan Love had two. We won on that. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. More than five and a half receiving targets. He had nine. We won on that. Oh, Jake entered the chat. Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns win more than four and a half holes. Yeah, that's where I got piped last night. Thanks, guys. Really great Bros. performance at the Ryder Cup, Team USA. Really no, appreciate you guys. No, it wasn't. I knew today would be shitty. Uh, hour number three in the Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. You guys... Um, we talk about the advocates working in the community all the time. Here we go again. The advocates are uh, working with the Road Home, one of the best homeless advocacy groups in the country to provide homeless children with Halloween costumes. And I, I view this very similar to the school supplies and clothing drive that we did. Kids love Halloween. And I can remember dressing up as a firefighter, a ghost. I can remember dressing up as a Chicago Bears player. Like, I loved Halloween as a kid. But when you don't have a costume, how fun can Halloween be? And at the Road Home, they are working with the advocates to provide kids costumes. This is the advocates' uh, Venmo account. 
if you could send them a Venmo, a dollar, five dollars, whatever you have, a million dollars, whatever you've got, please consider making a donation to the advocates because I, I, I have so much respect for how much they do in the community. And this is another example to partner with the road home to give kids Halloween costumes. Let's get this done, you guys. Let's just right now take a minute to give them five bucks to help a kid put on a Halloween costume. I mean, I just think it makes all the difference in the world. Do you remember dressing up as a kid? Absolutely. What'd you dress up as? Uh, Power Ranger, um, baseball player, Remember Power Rangers? Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Think about your favorite. In the comment section, what are your favorite Halloween costumes? When you were a kid, what were your favorite Halloween costumes? That's what we're trying to do is give kids a chance to enjoy Halloween. So hook it up on Venmo um, or go to theadvocates.com if you if you want to verify it. If you're somebody that doesn't trust things like this, hey, I totally get it. Advocates.com, chat with them. Ask them about their Halloween costume drive with The Road Home um, or just hook it up on Venmo and just say Monty Show Halloween. And give them five bucks. I really appreciate everybody who helped out with the school drive in, in August. Let's do it again in October and send these kids out with Halloween costumes so that they can have the, the same memories that we had. Um, Jim Choi says, didn't Monty dress up, Jake? Um, occasionally. <coughs> occasionally. <coughs> I dressed him up as a baseball player. He wanted to be a Power Ranger. I disagreed. I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, Tarrant County boy, Monty dress up as a sumo. Thanks. Dude, it, did you just call my guy fat, did. dude? Like, what is that about, bro? He did call me fat, which is fine, you know. Unbelievers. You know. Uh, let's see. KF says, my son went as a Star Wars character like five years in a row. Man, dude, I remember when I was a kid, one of my favorite memories was one of my friends was a huge Top Gun fan. He went as Maverick. He had the full aviators and the sunglasses. How about that? The aviator jacket. It was amazing. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hey. Welcome to the Nightmare says. Show us your Jordans. Okay. Show us your Jordans. You got J's on today, Jake? Yeah, dude. I got Grape Threes on, man. Okay. Yeah, dog. Yeah, man. I got some Jordan Casuals on. Oh. Jake's got the... I'm, that's funny. Yeah. I almost wore those. Yeah. I I almost wore the Grape Threes. Threes are amazing. Gregory Krug, the first costume I ever had that I remember was a homemade Walter Payton uniform that my yeah. mother made. See, those are the best. Those are the best. Elaine Tran says, I'll show you my Kobe's. I haven't had the courage to put on my Grinches nah, yet. No, I can't do it, dude. I agree. Uh, Hello, Billy. Benjamin Franklin was my favorite. Did you really? Little Slugger, Johnny Gonzalez says. Mike Smith. Uh, Monty and Jake going trick-or-treating this year is, is Jake and the fat man. Sorry, Monty. Wow. Dude, that's offensive, bro. I got on the scale this morning. I lost three more pounds. You know. I, I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm for real. You know. Lost three more pounds. It's fine. Whatever. Micah says uh, USC 35, Colorado 31. Bob Smith, Monty dressed up as a nudist. In 15 minutes, we'll talk about getting nude. Uh, it, it's an amazing story. Uh, let's see. Lopes fan gave Jakey two holes choosing power Rangers over a baseball player explains a lot. Yeah, in opposition. Uh, Elaine Tran, Jake won. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> car wash channel. I'm not a Northwestern player and I'm not 
and I'm not player. Okay, it's okay. So you're on the staff. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Monty rocking the Team Jordans. No, these are the ones he wore on um, the last dance. I can't remember the name of them. I wore them today because we're going to Top Golf, and Mrs. Monty and I match shoes on occasion. Yeah, those are not Team Jordans, dude. Those no. are actual Jordans. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called. Giggity, uh, asking to see the Jays is a real convenient to get some leg action. Yeah, you like some leg? Scock. Hey, hey now. Uh, Christopher Shannon, I love the gray-white combo on the shoes. I have wh- I have like hundreds of Jordans. I have way too many. Uh, you guys dressed up like Power Rangers and football players. I dressed up like Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. I like it a lot. Yes. And donuts. I'm going as Kurt Schultz with my pockets inside out. Wow. <laughs> Savage. Uh, Chuck B says, nice ankle golf tan. Dude, 100%. 100%. 100%. Like, can you see that? Like, on my neck as well? Can you? Uh, oh, my on, God. Man. Come on, guy. It's real. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I rock it. Uh, Monty should dress as Cartman for Halloween. I'm not fat. I'm pleasantly plump. Dude, you guys are assholes, dude. You guys are a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Jake should dress up like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. No, I'm good. <laughs> KC Boss, how about some SEC predictions? How about some SEC predictions? Um, I think the one of the games of the week, LSU at Old Miss. Lane Train! Is Lane Kiffin a fraud? Yes. You Wow. Really? Unequivocally, yes. You think Lane Kiffin's a fraud? Yeah, because okay. you don't you don't talk all that junk and do what you did at the podium and troll Nick Saban and then go out and get your ass kicked. LSU minus two and a half, 67 and a half is the number. Lane Kiffin has a lot to prove here. Um, and I think one of the most interesting things about this game is can LSU run on Ole Miss's defense? Because Ole Miss's run defense has actually been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lane's done a better job tuning up his defense this year. Um, I think the other interesting thing about this, Jake and I watched pretty much every snap of that Florida State game. Florida State was able to dominate on third down um, against LSU, 64%. I think that's really interesting. Old Miss, they're 13-1 and in their last 14 games when they get 44% or more on third downs. Third down is going to be a huge storyline in this game. But let's be honest. The Ole Miss defense got hit for over 300 yards against Georgia Tech. Jalen Milrow, who, again, I say the same thing about Texas. Jalen Milrow doesn't strike fear into anybody's heart. I really don't care if you think it's us. Uh, 81% of their throws. And they got that ass beat 24 to 10 by Bama. Yeah. Where do you come down on this, Jake? Because I think when I look at the way this game shakes out and I look at how this game shakes out, there's not a chance in the world that LSU is going to allow Old Miss to stay on the field on third down. Mm-hmm. I think Brian Kelly taking that early loss was a big win for LSU. I think LSU is going to roll in this game because I just don't believe Old Miss is that good. Yeah, and and I think that you know the the trouble here is that I I think this is a game that the first of thirty wins. That's what I think. I I know that LSU is only two and a half, um, but you know you look at this over under at sixty seven and a half, and I think that's why. 
Because but it, remember that it's at Ole Miss. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I get it. But I don't think that matters much against Ole Miss. I think that Ole Miss is a oh, little I bit overrated. I think that LSU is an offensive team, not a defensive team, which means that they're going to have to get the job done, moving it down the field. Um, and, 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 and I just, I don't know. I'm probably biased. I was really disappointed in Lane Kiffin. I, I, I think that... You know, you had an opportunity to legitimize yourself and say, hey, we beat Alabama. You had an opportunity to do what Texas did. And difference is you didn't get it done, and Sark did. And that's what I really struggle with in this game. The problem is it's like a ghost with LSU. Jaden Daniels is a hell of a quarterback, and it just feels like you never get a possession on them. It feels like LSU consistently converts third downs. Oh, wait, that's right, they do. And in my opinion, I look at this game and I think it is a statement game by LSU. I like LSU. I think this game is somewhere in the high 30s for LSU. Yeah. Somewhere in the high 20s for for Ole Miss. Even in Oxford, I think Brian Kelly rolls. I love, love, love LSU to cover and this game to go over. 100% agree. Yeah. 100%. I, I, I think you. that's. I think that. 30, 38 24, 38 27 would be not a surprise, even a little bit. Yeah, the game that I don't have a real handle on is Georgia at Auburn because I feel like Auburn is not good. And I, I I continue to say, and I feel like I say this all the time and I'm wrong. I just don't feel like what is what is special about Auburn? And I'll I'll get lulled into Oh, but Georgia and it's it's Georgia, they're amazing. And then I look at Georgia and I'm like, but you gave up twenty one to Alabama, you know, directional. And 14, <coughs> and you had a slow start. Like, you you just – there's nothing where you're like, well, man, holy hell, Georgia's dominating. I don't feel like Georgia's dominated this year. Yeah. And I was on the Auburn train, and then somehow they went to College Station and got boat raced by Captain Buyout and the <laughs> Aggies. And I'm like, what the hell? Captain Buyout, that's awesome. So – Maybe we we just blew off the Cal game as, well, it was a long road trip, 14-10, you still won the game. No, something tells me, something tells me that Auburn's just not that good. And I don't, and again, I get it. Peyton Thorne and I. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We get the whole thing. Yeah. I don't believe for a second. I do not believe for a second that Auburn is legit. And I think Georgia's tired of hearing the footsteps. I think they're tired of hearing about the fact that you you got too many super speeders and you're not winning three in a row. First team all SRT. I've, yeah, exactly right. I feel like this is one of those games where this should just be over long before it starts. 40 to 10. Dominant. Dominant. That's and what, what is, you would expect. And what does Hugh Freeze do when that happens? Because at some point, at some point, I think there has to be a way for LSU to 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 get back. To, I, they're going to the college football playoff. Yes. yes. I have to think they end up, and again, I know it's crazy, but I think on some level, LSU has to be the favorites to win the West. And to do that, you got to beat Auburn. And to do that, you got to beat Alabama, and you got to beat Texas A&M. And I look at LSU – and you, you didn't beat Florida State. And you barely beat Arkansas. And so I'm a little nervous about this game. 
And I look at Old Miss. I'm a little nervous about the LSU Old Miss game. But I don't have a real grasp on Georgia and Auburn. Yeah, I, I think that Georgia and Auburn's an ass kicking. <laughs> I think Georgia is gonna roll them. That's you do. what I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I think your point about the Cal game, I, I I think your point about this team just being yeah, sure, they've got three wins and that's great and they're doing their job, but but talk to me after this game but because is, this is has Georgia played anybody? It doesn't matter. The pro see the thing is I, I don't disagree. They never play anybody early in the year. But where are they at the end of the year? Every year. Yeah. The college football playoff. They're the number one but, team in the country for a reason. But is Carson Beck that impressive? No, but is, he's impressive enough to kick the living hell out of Auburn. I can tell you that right is now. Is Brock Bowers a guy that you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is their defense should be better. And you're, you're not – you know, the other issue I have here is it. it's not like you're – I don't know. I just feel like something's off. Yes, I'm going to go with it because I'm stupid. I'm going to roll with Georgia and they're, they're you know, I'm going to roll with Georgia. I'm going to roll with LSU. And one, I'm, I warn you now, one of these games in the SEC is going to come back to bite us in the ass this Oh, weekend. it'll be the LSU game. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, don't overthink the Georgia thing. Georgia is going to roll that. What about A&M and, and Arkansas and Arlington? Tarrant County, boy. County, boy. I think that's one to watch. And the other one I think is really interesting um, is Alabama, Mississippi State. That's going to be a good one. That is going to be a good one because I'm very interested to see how Alabama travels. This is in Starkville. Where are you at on it? I mean, obviously, Alabama should win this game. There's no doubt about that. But this is, again, another one where I want to see what J Jalen Milrow does. Because ultimately, you're on the road here. And when you're on the road, especially in an SEC game, you know that Davis Wade's going to be a problem for you. You know it's going to be loud. You know they're coming for you. So I'm curious what the game plan is. What are we, you know, what is the... What is the scheme that you're going to run to have early game success? Because yeah. Jalen Milrow is the guy that'll put you three and out on your first possession. He'll, you know, he'll he'll look bad early in the game, which builds momentum for Mississippi State, and you can't have that happen. Mississippi State, but there is a reason you're favored by 14 and a half points yeah. for a good reason. Yep. Join us on Prize Picks, you guys. Download the app. Use the promo code Monty to get 100% deposit matching. Oh, by the way, if you're in the Instagram members only group here for the Monty Show, hit join. Join on the members only content. It gets you into the group. You see prize picks every day. Everybody's talking about prize picks. Click the link in the description below. It's going to download the app for you. It's going to have the Monty promo code already embedded in the section. You get 100% deposit matching up to 100 bucks, And trust me, that'll play you a month at prize picks. It is so much fun to play daily fantasy. Baseball's been amazing. The Cubs are terrible, and they're not going to make the postseason. So I don't have to worry about baseball anymore after this weekend, which will be great. Uh, the Yankees are probably going to fire Booney, and the Cubs won't hire him because they're going to keep David Ross until I'm dead. But really, the point is, prize picks is a lot of fun. Daily fantasy is amazing. Hook it up. Use the promo code Monty to get 100% deposit matching. All right, a couple of NFL games, then we got to get to new game shows because one is coming to the U.S. Um, the Taylor Swift extravaganza, Chiefs, Jets, 820, Sunday night football on NBC. The Jets are going to lose this game, right? Clearly. Any chance 
any chance that Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift, who are now close personal friends, schemers trying to control their little world. And yes, a man can dream, but my point is, any chance they jinx the Chiefs? No, I I think the Chiefs Chiefs are going to win this game by twenty points at least. I think that that this defense, while it might be good, is not that good. And okay. and I think that I like it. The problem is, is that Zach Wilson's under fire right now. Zachy Poo. Zachy Poo's under fire, and I, I'm not interested in having the Joe Namath debate. Like different show, different day. The reality of the situation is, Jets fan care what he has to say, and I think that when a guy like that comes out and criticizes you, and then in the in the media availability during the week you own it, I think that's a great look for you. But the reality of the situation is that's not going to get fixed in one week. Correct. And, and I think that I look at this and I say, hey, the over-under is 41.5 and, and the Chiefs are minus 9. The Chiefs are going to have probably 35 in this game, I would expect. You wow. know, okay. I, I, I think they have a nice performance. The problem is is that I, I don't know what Zach's going to do different this week because, again, I see a guy who's just struggling to understand what the defense is trying to do to him. And he looks panicked. And I know. I'm here for it. He does look panicked. Dude, the offensive line is inconsistent at best. Sometimes he's got time. Other times he does not. He doesn't have the luxuries Justin Fields has regularly, right? Like, he doesn't. So my question is, hey, what what is Robert Salah and staff going to do to put Zach Wilson in a better spot? That's the question. Because you can't just – I don't believe that Robert Salah is making, making it the whole season if they continue to just get blown out. Blown out, blown out. Like, you can't have that. That's not going to be good enough in New York. Okay. Um, I I will tend to agree with that. Okay. I'll agree with that. I don't think Salah is getting fired under any circumstance. Um, I think they are going to get blown out. I think the Chiefs offensively are too good. I think the Jets are so bad offensively. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm here for this. The number's 53-and-a-half at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on CBS with Tony Romo. Hey, Tone. Hey, Tone. Uh, Bills are going to put the Dolphins' dreams to rest on Sunday. Uh, I'm a big believer the Bills are winning this game. I think the Bills – I love that the Bills are playing with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Mm -hmm. I'm here for that chip on their shoulder. And – I think Josh Allen has so much to prove. Clearly, I, I, I agree I think, with that. I think Stephen Diggs has so much to prove. I think this Bills defense, I think Buffalo is that team that has talked a lot of stank and has not come out and played well. Right. And they have an opportunity. And the only thing that worries me is Poyer is not playing in the back end of this defense. He is out this week. That's a little scary against the Cheetah. But I think I'm going to take Buffalo the Bills in a razor-thin victory over the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going the other way on this one. I think the Dolphins offensively are playing too well. I think better, uh, great offense beats your best defense every time because they know where they're going and you don't. And I think that two is on a run here. And if it was ever going to be his season, this is now. And this is really the first big one. You know, This is one where I'm like, hey, Tua – You've stayed healthy. You've done a great job to this point. Now you got to show me you're that guy in a big game. And I think he, ha- mm. I think he has his coming out party. I think they're, you know, 31-27, 31-24 here. Okay. And I think they win this one. 
All right, let's get your thoughts on the NFL. Teddy Wayman, the tile king of Jatah. Uh, Micah Mars says, field goals will win or lose Utah and Oregon State game. Better make them. Better make them. Uh, Casey Boss, one of our newest members, by the way. Hello, Casey Boss. Good to see you. Uh, Casey Boss says, go Chiefs. Uh, Elaine Tran says, no talent, Zach Wilson, the QB. Wow. Wow. Uh, Bob Smith. Stay hard. The networks have a hard-on for early season New York NFL games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Casey, Boss Chiefs have a real defense for Twelsey. Ah, oh, so the Twelsey. So, so see what you did there. It's 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 Travis Kelsey's last name, but it's Taylor Swift's first name, Twelsey. Okay. I like it. I do. Mike Smith, Chiefs win. Swift opens mouth, causes Wilson to throw two interceptions. Wow. Uh, Jim Choi, they going to show Swift in the box more than the game. No reason to waste time with that BS. Macaque. <laughs> uh, what about Manchester United? David DeHa should Good. still be there. See what it, it rhymes. Showing Swift box. Exactly right. Uh, J.K. Marshall, 10-4 on the Swift box. We're such men. We are suff- such men. Um, the only right-wing duck fan. Um. Aaron is rehabbing with the shaman right now. He's back next week. <laughs> He's at a darkness retreat shitting himself on ayahuasca. <laughs> Do you know what that's like these days? Amazing healing powers with the Achilles. Chuck B., is it just me or does uh, CF Conference have a QB named Jaden Daniels? They do. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Elaine Tran, Aaron Rodgers would have won more games if it wasn't for the injuries. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I'd have a six-pack ab if it wasn't for the Twinkies. Yeah. Uh Lance Johnson, Zach will meet Mr. Jones several times and not pleasantly. By the way, speaking of Mr. Jones, did you hear the Chandler Jones update? <coughs> Chandler <coughs> Jones uh, arrested in Las Vegas. Uh, as this goes, you know, the Chandler Jones yesterday released a live stream where he broke down crying and sobbing over Aaron Hernandez. Mm -hmm. Well, he today decided the right thing to do would be to go out and violate a, uh, uh, restraining order related to domestic violence. He was arrested, booked into jail and bailed out on $15,000. The Raiders have no comment. Other than to say we're aware and we have no comment. The Chandler Jones story keeps getting worse. Yeah. And who's going to step in and do something about it? No idea. Uh, Joseph Harper for $2. What? No thoughts on Notre Dame Duke? I don't want to talk about him. Man. What's there to talk about, though? Like, I don't understand why McAfee's at Notre Dame Duke, dude. I, I like, That was weird. I, there are so many other places to be. Like, are they I, playing it in Tarrant County? Tarrant County, boy. And, uh, I don't know why he was there. Like, I understand the Colorado-Oregon thing. Totally get it. Um, but why are we not, you know, why are we not in Texas? Why are we not in the SEC? Why are we, like, what are we doing? Yeah, my wife is currently on her ring doorbell putting out dead flowers for Halloween in front of our house. You ought to know you bought it. Like, on the ring doorbell. There she is, and she's not really paying attention to me, but that's Can fine. she hear you? I'm certain she can hear me because I'm talking through the microphone of the ring camera. Honey! Honey! Honey, 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 honey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> 
Goodbye. <laughs> we are going to Top Golf later. Oh yeah, yeah. So that'll be. Fun. Yeah, we're gonna drive it. Yeah. Oh, we're teeing off. Uh, Jim Choi, Chandler, and uh, Kefty are cellmates now. Yeah, how about that? We'll talk about Tupac in a minute. Boston is Taylor and Travis taking a romantic gondola in New York right now. It's an erection. Nah, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, Green Street Ute, he's wherever game day is. Yes, true. Right, but that's my point. Why is game day at Duke Notre Dame? Yep. What is the point? Tarrant County says Mrs. Monty cameo. I asked her to come on the show. She said she doesn't have time for the little people like myself. Little people. You know, uh, Mike Smith, Monty creeping on Mrs. Monty on the ring doorbell. We're the Jonases. Yeah. Yeah, I heard what you said. Oh, uh, no, my, yeah, my wife is a huge decorator for Halloween and I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. All right, let's get to a couple more games real quick. I'm going to run through some NFL. Then we got to get naked on TV. Uh, this game's a little surprising to me. Baltimore at Cleveland, one and a half. Cleveland's a favorite on 39. Land. Is Deshaun Watson for real, in all seriousness? Do you buy it? Are you in on it? Like, no. what are you thinking? No. Oh, you don't? Nope. He's going to have to continue to prove it. I'm going to have to continue to see consistency, and he's going to have to show it. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, playing Baltimore is never an easy task, especially when Roquan's out here talking about beating your ass in front of your wife and kids. Like, you know, Roquan's coming for you. And I think that, that, that washcloth Roquan's man here is, is he just has to continue to show it like okay great you had a good week last week do it again do it again do it against good defense do it like I, that's what i'm uh. that's what i'm looking for I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna crown this guy completely back till we're you know till we're four or five weeks of regular consistent style of play and production i just think it's too soon to say well i think I, I hope he's not. I am not a uh, I am not a fan of the Cleveland Browns when uh, Washcloth King of America is their quarterback. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of there is a lot of damage on that Ravens defense. I, I picked Baltimore to win this game. I think I'm going to stick and stay on that one. Hundred uh, percent. And then finally, all right, let's move on. Um, um. <laughs> because it's garbage. Bronco Nation, let's ride to Chicago. The Chicago Bears have lost 13 fucking games in a What's row. What's up, motherfuckers? Do you guys believe the, the Bears have lost 13 games in a row? Minutes parade. Never. Um, I don't see any reason you would pick the Bears to win a game until they actually, you know, win a game. The unbelievers. Right. I, I'm an unbeliever. I absolutely in Justin Fields. He's not an NFL quarterback. I told you this about Mitchell Trubisky. Told you this about my guy, uh, Zachy Poo's mom's best friend. You know it when you see it. I, I saw it through all that. I've seen it in Bryce Young. I've seen it in CJ Stroud. I have not seen it. And Justin Fields. And I just don't believe that he's ever going to be that guy. And I think the Bears are a terrible organization. They have been. They'll always be. I don't see any reason you would pick the Bears. No, I don't either. I, and I'm not saying Denver's good. I just think the Bears are worse, honestly. And it's really frustrating that week in and week out, we watch Justin Fields stand in good pockets and just not deliver the football. And what's so shocking to me is, like, a lot of the tape that I see on this guy it's not even a complex scheme or route tree. 
It's not like rocket science. It's Dude, not. We're sitting here the other day prepping for Will Howard to join the show. Yeah. And we're watching Will Howard game tape. Yeah. And you're like, hey, yeah, look at that. Step and throw. Accurate. Hey, look how much more accurate he is. Look at how. Look at the delivery he's gotten quicker. The decision. He's running read option or zone option, as he called it. Like You look at Justin Fields. Watching game tape on Justin Fields routinely makes the wrong decision. Is not improving. His brain is not improving. His arm is not like, improving. With, with His Zach mechanics Wilson, are not improving. Dude, with Zach Wilson, at least I can see Zach like going through the progression and just being a little tentative. He just hasn't Scared quite to make gotten, a mistake. Right, exactly. Which I think, which is my opinion, totally different than a guy who just has no idea what he's doing. Not a freaking clue. Quick, I mean... I just, much like everyone else, I just can't believe you were at the 22-yard line and had a guy wide open at the goal line and didn't throw it. How? I, it's brutal. It is absolutely brutal, man. And I think the Bears are, are this is going to be a very close game. I think this is a field goal game and it'll come down to turnovers. And I just don't see, I the Bears' defense is not good. I think Russell Wilson's better than people give him credit for. And I think... In my opinion, the Broncos will win this game because Justin Fields will not win this game. Mm -hmm. that, that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Bears going uh, for those UGA dog numbers just in the wrong direction. Correct. Elaine Trans, C.J. Stroud's a big surprise. It, it's not that he's a surprise. You know why he's not surprising to me? They built an offense to help him succeed. Agreed. That's why C.J. Stroud's not a surprise. Why is Bryce Young struggling? Because they have not allowed him to do the things that he does well, and they're less talented. Why is why is Justin Fields struggling? They have a defensive guy as a head coach who doesn't understand offense. They have a terrible play caller, and they don't have a scheme that helps Justin Fields succeed. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, J.K. Marshall, Jake wants Deshaun to quote-unquote prove it. All right, Joseph uh, Harper, Bears-Broncos, the Caleb Williams Bowl. Yep. Do the Bears win a game this year? I don't think so. Maybe. Mike Smith, do the Broncos have their first-round pick this year or does Seattle? Could not tell you. I'd have to look. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Lance Johnson, the Bears don't. They could have had Mahomes, please. Please. Uh, Jim Choi, Trubisky and Fields weren't the first player picked. The Bears need the first pick in the draft. I... Right, but you understand how the Bears. I'm just going to take a breath. The Bears had the first pick this past draft. They traded once and then again. That you had the opportunity to draft Stroud or any other player you wanted. I, I told you, I don't mind you trading down, but I need the best offensive lineman available. You didn't get that. You didn't get that. That The yeah. Why? Uh, Tarrant County boy, hug him. It's not Deshaun without the D. Just do it. It's the D, you know. Uh, the Ohio State system QB, which is not what C.J. Stroud is, clearly. I think he's throwing the ball exceptionally well. Yeah. I think he looks really good, in, in all honesty. Alex Alonzo, hey, are uh, the Bears moving out of town or not? We'll find out. I think they want to stay downtown. Seriously. Mike Smith, the Bears need to address the O-line in the draft and not waste picks on a QB that will but get killed. But they're not good at footballing, dude. They've shown this time and time again. It's so obvious what you need, and yet you don't do it. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. KF, if the Bears draft Mahomes, they would have used him incorrectly. They are a disaster. Thank you. Uh, Jim Choi, Papa Hallis ain't coming through that door. Neither's Dicka. <laughs> Dicka. <laughs> Tanner Plummer, double doink. Is that what they call it? In Nope. Not That's the it. untrained eye. That we don't talk about that. Yeah. The Hallis family is not well-loved in Chicago for how they have ran that franchise. They don't care about winning. They care about the bottom line. Chicago Bears fans are captured. Dude. We talking about the Bears or the Cubs? The Bears and the Cubs and the Bulls. Bulls. Um, I think they want to win. I just think they don't want to spend money, and they don't know how to draft. Yeah. I think it's as simple as that. I mean, you look at the, the quarterbacks we've had. I'm fighting a torrential sneeze. <laughs> you look at the quarterbacks we have had. We ain't had a quarterback. Nah. I mean, who's the best passing quarterback we've ever had? It's probably Jay Cutler. Probably. Probably, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Anybody else? Well, Jim My McMahon, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's no Donovan McNabb, but he'll do. It's really unfair. Jim McMahon was a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. We in Chicago, the Bears, we have never had the best quarterback in the NFL. That's quite it. enough. We I get it. it. Steve Young, no. Patrick Mahomes, no. <laughs> we, just, we, don't, we don't do no, that. No, I guess not. We don't do that. And it's flipping frustrating. Yeah. All right, let's get naked. <laughs> um, HBO Max did something that Mrs. Monty was very happy about. Dilly dilly. We went to Ireland. We went to Ireland. Found out my first, my legal first name was pronounced differently than I had been told my whole life because my parents hate me. Waves in opposition. Um, and then we went to the hotel. Actually, it was an Airbnb. We were watching television and there was a game show on. It was a dating show. Okay, okay. Only everybody's nude. <laughs> the person that's picked, it's like the, the bachelor. The one that's looking for a date is standing in front of three screens. Here I am. Where there's a bat, it's backlit and you can see the person's silhouette. Right. They're naked behind the screen. Okay. They ask some questions, move the screen up to their knees. Okay. Maybe you're a foot person. Ask some more questions. Move that screen up just below the prime time. Scock. Ask some more questions. Now we're showing everything down below the waist because you moved it up to the belly button. Right. And it's brutal. Ooh, shrill. Y'all want to play. Probably need a weed backer for that bush. I was watching the highlight reel. And one of the women who was looking for a date said, maybe it's a grower. Because it ain't a show. Bro, that is crazy. Like, it's hey, brutal. Talking shit. So once you're done grading the people's genitalia, right. the screen goes up higher. Oh. So now, hey, look, nice, uh, nice gut you got there, Porky Pig. Macaque. Right? Like, it's brutal. Then it goes up to the chest and finally the head and then the winner and... Everybody's standing there naked, and they're asking each other. And they, the two people that are going to go on the date, well, what do you think of her? Oh, man. <laughs> Makes me want to puke. Like, it's, it, it's brutal. Could you ever see yourself in a different life doing a show like that? Yes. I'd have to go to the gym first uh, for, like, a year. 
I not no. The answer is no. Um, I'm not standing on a stage naked. Naked. I'm not doing it. That's not me, dude. Now, having said that, I I I mean I understand why this is a show. We're a pornogra- pornographic society. Right. And I will again tell you, pornography is the great destroyer of men. That's right, T. But I understand why we do this. Oh, when I say we, that's because it's on HBO Max now. Mm. It's come to America. <coughs> it's on Max, and I think it's spectacular. Debuted last week. No, I am not going to do this show. Yeah. But is this how you want to find your next date? It's kind of crazy, dude. Like, yeah, I'm going to say this is not how I want to find We my don't save day. anything for the imagination anymore. Teddy Wayman says, what's up, fam? Good to be back on the live show. Good to have you on what's the up, live Slick? show, Teddy. Uh, Alex Crows, after all the changes, how do we fix the Bears now? Bullet. They're fucking Cole Beasley. Can we contract? Yeah, sign Cole Beasley. I mean, he's a better quarterback than Justin Fields is. And he's not a quarterback. Yeah, but uh, neither of them take shots, you know? Yeah. Oh! Um, you're such a The jerk. coronavirus. You are such a jerk. Um, but so would you, if you had the opportunity yeah. before you went on a first date, would you want to see the girl you're going to go out on the first date with naked? No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Nope, don't she, need to see it naked. Dude, she you know she what? wouldn't find out. She would have no idea no, dude, and you could on, see her honestly, naked. Honestly, honestly, and I'm really serious about this. I, I wouldn't want to see you naked first because if I see that first, then I don't care about your personality or like all this other <laughs> stuff. Like it, there's a process to they this. Are. Like, right? Like as dudes, oh, that's dude, great. If, like if if I'm gonna see you naked first, like w- like it just ruins it. Now, obviously. For ages and ages before we started doing naked dating shows, us as dudes, wow. we always we're always window shopping. When did you become like the moral compass of American men? I don't no, know. Look, look, you know, why would I want to see the cow when I can get the milk for free? Sexes me. The point is, if you give me the milk, I don't need the teat, and I really want the teat. Macaque. So, <laughs> now listen, women. Listen, he treats objects like women, man. Holmedic. Like you're, uh, when did you turn into this guy that's like, listen, I, 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 I don't value women for their boobies. I am much more about their intellect. Here I am. Since when? I don't know. I just, I, you... well, now I have a girlfriend and I've met her parents and they listen to the show. So, you know, I'm all about their personality. I want a woman with core values. I just want to thank you all. You know, hey, listen, if she's got them TDs, that's great. I'm a man. But her heart is where the home is. You know what I'm saying? It's quite yeah. simple, so I don't know why motherfuckers be overcomplicating. Her, her soul is what fulfills me. My cup is fulleth over the rim when her soul fills up the. See, the soul and the heart and shit is in the cup. Is that what happened? Like you have this girlfriend now and you're like, oh, I, you know, I need to connect on an interstellar level before we ever even, I don't ever, you know, sex is just not important to me. Okay. I never said that. I want, you know, if babies happen, they happen. When a man and a woman fall in love, 
you know, one thing leads to another. Yeah, I know what time it is. Wow. So Mrs. Monty wants to talk a bunch of crap over text. <laughs> Don't hate since Jake has better morals than you. You grew up Catholic. Oh, damn. Just because I'm a recovering damn. Catholic does not mean that I don't have morals. It just means that they're heavily skewed. In God's name, <laughs> image, and likeness. My wife is slapping me over tech. Look, you don't have... Listen, I don't like the way you treat Know women. your role and shut your mouth! What a dick. <laughs> That's what she said. Gary... <laughs> Gary Wolf. Yeah. Okay, let's, ra let's raise the curtain up to see the uh, midsection. Jenny, what do you think? Oh, what a dick. Um, what do you, mm. so, and they so make you, they so make you the comment. They, by the way, on this show, they're like, okay, little Jenny, what do you think of number one's penis? And what do you think of number two's schmatz? If you felt these balls. And what do you think of number three's Costco hot dog? The downstairs kitty cat is not yours to have, okay? And the girl's like, oh, that's really nice. I, but imagine awkward. being the dude standing behind this screen or whatever, right? And dude. you're just watching, like, dude. You can, and you said that the the people that are behind the screens naked can't hear what the person looking for the data is saying, right? No, I think they can. Oh, they can hear you. Pretty so sure. Imagine if you're standing there as a dude and you're just literally naked, not even socks on. Oof. You're watching your screen just slowly Oof. come up. Oof. Are you the kind of dude that stays chill, or are we running no, with the flagpole? No, aren't you the kind of guy that's like, you're, like that thing goes up and you're squeezing your thighs together? You have to be, right? You got like flies and gnats going on down there, and you're like, you know. You know. You right? Do? Like, What do you do? But, come on. If you're going on that show as a contestant, you are going to get waxed. I think I've hit it every time. Right? Like you are you going. You have to, You bro. are going to get the hedges trimmed. There's no way you don't. There is no more carpet, dog. None. Nah, bro. None, dude. Nah, bro. <sighs> you are neatly trimmed. Yes, dude. You got a landscape. So you're telling me if you, you're going on a blind date mm -hmm. and your friend's like, hey, man, bro, she is a 10 out of 6. Like, she is everything you have ever thought about. I have nudes. Nah. I would say no, too, because that's actually a felony. Once, if, if, if someone had nudes of this person, I would have to consider not going on the date. Oh, really? Yeah, I, okay. I'm not interested in that. Okay. I, I'm not interested. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, Manscaped sponsorship incoming. Exactly. Naked and afraid. And this show, see, that's another show I don't understand. Our fascination as Americans with nudity. Hey, man, I have a concept for a show. Let's. I'm going to pitch it right now. Everybody goes out to the wilderness and your PP gets bitten by mosquitoes. Who says no? Ain't ducking, no smoke. Why are we... You want to go out to the rain, like some forest. Wasn't there one that was like in, in the, like, like Sahara or something? Yes, like, there was one on like a, a uh, safari. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, uh, dude, no. What are we doing? Gotta be fucking kidding me. The answer's No. No, it's not. It's not happening. No, Lance Johnson, honey, I love you, and I never want to see you naked. I, I don't believe you. What I do you mean you don't believe me? I don't. I think if you, had I a, have no need to see you naked before I go on a date with you. Boston Mapes says Jake is spot on. Thank you. I don't need to see you. I uh, listen. Let's be real. 
You don't need to see a female naked to know what she's got. And I think it depends. As men were so carniv carnivorous, like in the meteorological society, we're carnivorous. See what I did there? Right, yeah. Uh, um, words and stuff. I think as dudes, if you're 23 and you're single and you're just out there like trying to you gotta get stroked. plant gardens in every corner of town, okay, <laughs> you'd like to see what they look like, right? But if you're if you're like me, like when I was 25, dude, I was ready to get married and settle down. Mm -hmm. Like I would never have wanted to see a picture. No, never. Nope. So I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Um, no, Mike Smith, I am not going to read that comment. Uh, carnivore diet every day. Conundrum. Out in the wild, who wants the real snake near your snake? Not <laughs> me, dude. Yeah, I got a not king me. cobra for you. Not me. And then there's uh, Tupac. Yeah. They arrested a guy in the Tupac murder. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I thought Tupac and Elvis were both alive. <laughs> hey, do you care about this at all? No. No. Nope. You don't. No, it's not relevant to me. I, I understand why it's relevant oh to the world. God. It's it, he died. I he think was the, the... murdered three years after I was born. Like I wasn't there to experience the phenomenon. For all I know, him, Elvis, and Jeffrey Epstein are hanging out on a, you know, a house somewhere. So, homie that got arrested for this. Right. Has been writing books and telling anybody who will listen he was in the car when Tupac was shot and killed. You're probably getting arrested. And it's been a point of frustration to those who have investigated the, the case that this particular individual has not been not only arrested, but not convicted. Right. Because... They say, man, Armstrong from North Carolina State, the quarterback, is just getting his ass kicked. Yeah, well. It's tough to watch. Um, but they say this is a slam dunk. How? Uh, because what, do you have he, ballistics, this guy fingerprints? Just what do you have? He won't shut up his own words yeah, but pretty it, much. but it doesn't matter what he's saying. He they didn't haven't, say he killed Tupac. They haven't released the case file yet. Right. But they've waited so long, and they're saying that they waited so long because a case has to be airtight and a slam dunk to get him convicted. Right. And that it's the only chance they think they'll ever get to solve and get a conviction in the case. Well, you're not, you can't do it twice. That's, you know, double well, jeopardy. But they seem pretty sure that he's the guy. Well, they damn well better be. If you're going to arrest someone, what, what are we, 30 years past now or whatever it is? Like, I mean, you, you damn a well better be. Like, long time. And, and, and I think the, look, I, you there have been advancements in dna technology like there's been advancements in a lot of stuff that provides evidence that generates evidence for cases to get convictions absolutely so i'm just trying to understand okay sure he's written books and said he was in the car that doesn't mean he's saying he killed tupac you know what i mean so like he's put himself at the scene at the scene of the crime or the murder that doesn't mean he's saying he's the one who did it. And so if you're going to arrest this dude, yeah. you you better be airtight. But they charged him with um, Dwayne Keith Davis indicted on murder charges, one count of open murder with use of a deadly weapon, and a gang enhancement. I'd so also you're saying you have proof that he drove Tupac, let's say, into a situation that he knew Tupac would be killed in. What they're saying, and there's only two ways this plays out. Right. There's only two ways. So this guy that got indicted and arrested today has claimed for decades now that he was in the car. 
that he was not the trigger man. So if you were if you were there and you knew it was going to happen, you can be charged as well. Maybe that's one way they're doing this. But they're not saying he was an accessory. They're saying he's the guy. They are, but again, remember what they are charging him with. Right. Because this is really important. It's open murder, which they're not saying murder, first degree murder, right? Suge Knight and Tupac Shakur were in a car and a vehicle pulled up on their left side and they invited these, they were talking to these women. A Cadillac pulled up on the right side of the car. A shooter in the back seat rolled down the window and fired gunshots with a 40 caliber Glock 22 and murdered Tupac Shakur. This guy is saying that he was in the car when it happened. I don't know what you get on this case. It'll be interesting to see Las Vegas and they had served a search warrant on this guy's wife's house in July and that they had recovered a bunch of, you know, like evidence, computer evidence, whatnot. I just, I want to, when this comes out, I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to see, are they charging him with being the trigger man? Because everybody else, allegedly, everybody else that was in that car involved in that murder is dead. So open murder, because you make a great point, it's open murder. They're not saying first, second, third, like they're saying open murder. What that means is, from everything that I can see, is that it is when a person is being charged with multiple and different murder or manslaughter charges under the law without one being specifically named. And a lot of that, when you go the open murder route, you allow the jury to define what murder they would like to essentially attached to this guy based on the evidence you're bringing. So when you say, hey, they're claiming it's airtight and they're going with open murder, that basically means they're saying, hey, this dude killed Tupac. We've got evidence that we believe will steer the jury in a particular direction in terms of degree of murder, and we're putting this dude away. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I, I don't think we know what they have on this guy. And I think it is one of those things where you have to wait and see what the actual evidence says. Yeah. And I think I think I think they're gonna get him. I think they'll get a conviction on it. Yeah. But we'll yeah. see. Uh CKS, wasn't it also known that Tupac was also a thug? Come on now. Be better. Stop. Uh until fifty got to the club. See find me in the club. Um, I think this case is fascinating. And I think that, A, I'm not going to read a lot of the comments. But B, I think Biggie and Tupac's murders, there's no way to spin the fact that we wasted a bunch of talent right there. Yeah, we did. And for no reason. Um, All right, what do we got on tap this weekend? We're going to swing the PXGs. Super excited. I got a brand new PXG sent me a brand new golf bag today. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about that. It's a deluxe cart bag. So follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. I have a review on there for you. Uh, I They also sent me a brand new 8-iron. Nah, we don't need to tell that story unless you want to. Nah. 
So a lot of golf this weekend. We'll be up at Canyons Golf in Park City. We'll be at Top Golf tonight. Yep. Uh, if you're at Top Golf in what is that West Jordan, I guess. Uh, make sure you come by, say hello. We'll be there. Would love to meet you guys. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Yes, love Top Golf. And then uh, I'm gonna gonna be we're gonna be watching the Ute game and the BYU game. Yep. And again, I am going to take BYU 24-20 over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And then Utah 24-21 over Oregon State. Let's go, baby. Let's go. So there you go. Uh, please consider donating to the Advocates, you guys. You know the Advocates are uh, the presenting sponsor of the show. They are giving um, an awful lot of money to kids that are homeless. And we'd like to help them. They have a program with The Road Home, one of the foremost uh, homeless advocates in the country, where they are providing kids that are homeless with Halloween costumes. Hook it up. Let's go. A dollar, ten dollars, a million dollars, whatever you can afford, please consider donating. Um, Let me get this banner off the screen so that you guys can do that. Um, That's their Venmo if you can screenshot that, or it's Advocates Donations, or go to theadvocates.com, chat with them. But that is their their Venmo, a dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars in the notes section. If you can mention the Monty Show, that'd be great. But if not, please help the advocates in the road home give homeless kids a Halloween costume. We love that you guys watch the show. We appreciate that you guys watch the show. Thank you for getting us to thirty nine thousand subscribers. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.